Hey everyone and welcome to 121 in Flux. I am Peter and joining me for this movie discussion is Matt. Hey, what's up? And Connor's here too. Yeah, yeah I am. We are going to talk about Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker, the ninth main entry in the Star Wars franchise, the final in the sequel trilogy which started in 2015 with The Force Awakens and continued with The Last Jedi a couple of years ago. And we will start spoiler-free, as we always do. We'll give you a warning before we get to the spoilers, and that's what's going to happen. This will probably be a lengthy discussion. Matt and Connor are both big Star Wars fans. I am a little less so, and... <laughs> what's less than tolerate? Because that's what Pete does. <laughs> so that's, I would say my wife tolerates Star Wars. Um, Pete's, like, below that. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that's fair. That's fair. Um, if I just a little bit, a uh, bit of a bit of a preface here is I wasn't going to even see this movie. I was going to just take this one because I didn't see Solo. I, I you know, I, I by that point I was done. I didn't care yeah. anymore. I wasn't going. To, I didn't see Solo. I wasn't going to see this. Uh, a patron actually kind of like could have made me read a really bad comic book and made a deal with me that if I went to see this movie and it was on the review, then I wouldn't have to. So. Uh, that's why I'm here. I was. So Pete say he was bribed. I was bribed. Right? Yes. And so, so many words. So and, corruption's and live and roll well in 2019. <laughs> well, uh, I was bribed to be on the review. I was not bribed to give a negative or positive opinion, just for the record. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so he claims. Yeah, we all know how I feel about Star Wars. <laughs> uh, um, uh, yes, and uh, echoing Connor, uh, I think Solo might be my favorite Star Wars movie, just because it's the most fun. I'm like, not going to go that far, but it's a blast. Yeah, so like, and that's what Star Wars should be. And uh, there's going to be a lot of discussion today of, mm-hmm. of what feels like Star Wars and what doesn't, um, at least out of me. So, uh, but my, yeah. My points veer towards a different style of conversation, but... Yeah, I bet they um, do. Um, yeah. Well, here's... I want to I I start by... I want to bring up a Twitter thread I had like a week and a half ago. Uh-oh. Because it's relevant. It, oh, this, this I, always ends well. No, yeah, if 2019's taught me anything, and anybody goes, I have a Twitter thread, it's usually bad news. <laughs> no, it was, it was after the, uh, the the trailer for the new Ghostbusters came out. Oh, um, no. Oh, right? okay, I know this thread. Right, I, I just, I said, oh, it looks fine, like there's nothing wrong with the trailer necessarily, it looks like it might even be fun, might be good, whatever. Um, but I went on a bit of a, bit of a thread, no, not even a rant. It was a very calm, collected, just thought process of where I am when it comes to franchises, movie franchises coming back again and again. And I went on a thing uh, talking about how most of these movie franchises that come back, especially after these big gaps where you know, they've been gone for decades or whatever and they, they, they come back. And obviously Ghostbusters did have a movie a couple of years ago, but that one was the first one back after... <laughs> We don't talk about that one. Yeah. Uh, so, like, and, you know, Star Wars in a lot of ways kind of was the start of this trend um, to the point where several of these other movies that came back in the last few years even had what I would call the Force Awakens formula, the the the, the yep. requel formula, uh, I'll call it, to the, to the point where in some of them, you, Ter- Terminator Dark Fate, I can yeah. literally assign the characters in that to the characters in the Force Awakens. Yeah. And- Do you know what is, um, is funny is, so I don't know if it was actually part of your thread or just when you were discussing it with mm. me after. Mm. You uh, you brought up how you know between Terminator One and Two, Sarah Connor changes, right? Mm-hmm. She's not the same person, and a lot of the problems with these sequels, you know, that are coming much later, we're talking about is the characters haven't changed, and and you said I well, you know, you wonder how you'd feel about the Force Awakens, which 
you were on the record as liking well enough at, at the time though, i thought it was a fine adventure and yeah. arguably maybe yeah. something that was a safe let's just kind of do a new hope again was maybe the yeah. right choice at the yeah. time yeah. But, i agree um but, you know, i rewatched it this week and i was surprised because because we'd had this conversation i was kind of looking out for things mm. i thought it was interesting how you know the 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 original cast that are back uh-huh. their characters have actually changed quite dramatically um yeah and, and you know, the same for for Last Jedi. When you get to you know to Luke, like like or dislike that, there is an evolution there. It is not, uh, not a static not, character. No, that, that, yeah, that, not in stasis. That is that is true. That is definitely something that is a valid thing to bring up. I do think it falls victim to my central complaint in other ways, though. Mm. Not necessarily with those characters. There's definitely other things that I'm going to bring up with this movie that is very much a culprit. Because the reason why I'm bringing this thread up, of course, is because I think Rise of Skywalker is the epitome of everything I think is wrong with these franchises coming back and just trying to recapture based on nostalgia without having to anything new to actually say on its own. And if that doesn't necessarily give you my feelings in the movie uh, from the get-go... So, like, here's the thing. I didn't like Last Jedi, but I respect Last Jedi because even though I didn't like what the new things were, I appreciate that it was someone with a voice trying to do something different yeah. and new. I didn't like what that new thing was, but I respect it for being that. Yeah. This movie... I, can, I, I practically, as I was watching it, I could feel myself sitting in the boardroom as they're around the table, like, like with committee, with a committee, trying to, like, con, con, you know, conjure up, okay, everyone, like, there was such a, a, you know, a controversy with Last Jedi, there was love, there was hate, there was this fighting online, with all, all this abuse from the, 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 the toxic part of the fan base. We have to do something safe that'll please everyone and not upset anyone. Let's do the safest thing we can possibly do. And this is what Rise of Skywalker is. To the point, See- and... I have been I have been told off before for calling certain big budget things fan fiction, and I will tell you right now there is some there's part of this movie there's an entire plot thread of this movie that is the most fan fictiony bullshit thing that has ever been put in a in a like a sequel that came years later, and I will defend the movie. Obviously, I need to tell spoilers before we can talk about it, but. Yeah. Just up, let, let it be known. So, I, I think Matt yeah. wants to give his his opinion now. Yes. <laughs> yeah, well, no, no. So, like. Like you say, committee, but I'll just sub J.J. Abrams in that because I do feel <laughs> this feels like a J.J. Abrams movie. Like this does J.J. Abrams things, and sometimes I feel J.J.'s his own worst enemy because he can't help himself. And uh, and I say that as I like J.J. a lot. Like uh, he made me like Star Trek with his, which I know is blasphemy in most Trek circles. But <laughs> yes, it is. Like, I, I like. I like, you know, the first one, and I like the third one, even though he didn't do the third one. Matt, as as someone who, when I saw those movies, hadn't really watched the show yet, and have now seen all the original series, and I'm like, just get into the good stuff on Next Gen. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, you're absolutely nuts. (laughs) And that's fine, and I don't care enough about Star Trek to go do that. You know what I will say on on those films there is, I'm in the same boat as as Matt and and Pete to to an extent, in that I I had not really watched any Starship before Mm -hmm. I watched those films. And I really liked the, the that first one. The second one was was not good. Second one, but I yeah. really liked that first oh, one, and the third one was great. Uh, again, not JJ, but you know, yeah. the, the point stands. Oh yeah, Beyond was the best one. Beyond, Beyond was the one that yeah. kind of felt now, the most tricky. Now here's the thing that's interesting is, I probably only you know people was like, hey, should we do Star, should we do a Star Trek thing? I probably only agreed to that because I actually liked those right. movies, and they were the only Star Trek experience I had. If I hadn't liked those, I probably would have 
continued having no interest. So as much as they are not Star Trek, right, they're, they're very much very different. They gave me an interest. They gave me enough it's, to get in, invested in, in the, here, in the here, real. Here's my thing. Here's my thing. For the point I was trying to make anyway before I was talking, bringing up Last Jedi and bringing up kind of how I felt about that, is that I have a newfound respect for that movie after this. I still don't like it. I don't, I don't want to watch it again because I, 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 I didn't enjoy it. But It's just weird. I, I'm almost with Pete on this that having rewatched them all and like, I, I think I've probably watched Last Jedi the, the least amount out of them. Um, uh, well, up until this one, which as as a recording I've seen twice, um, but yeah, Last Jedi is not a fun watch. It in most parts, like it's this very deliberate thing, and like it's fine. And like Pete says, I have a respect for it. I'm glad Ryan Johnson did exactly what he wanted to do, but there are parts of that movie that just I aren't. I don't want to watch. Like, I, if I could just I skip it, loved that movie even more and, this time around. Well, that's well. And, and there's parts of this that open up from that, and that's great. Like, I'm glad. Mm. I just, you know, Pete brought up the committee, and I almost kind of wish there was more of a committee for these three films. I wish there was a Kevin Feige at play. Uh, well, oh, yeah, I think what you're saying, Matt, it's not, so much, it's not so much you want a committee, but you wanted actually, yeah. like, a vision that was, like, maybe actually planning out the trilogy in advance and didn't make it feel yeah. so Frankenstein to the point where I'm watching this movie and I'm like, I don't feel like any of this was really planned when The Force Awakens. None of it feels like it really connects in or I, links in or... I, I do feel parts parts of it were, because um, I, I do feel with the way Force Awakens ends with some of the stuff that they do with, with Ray's journey... I feel that was always from the get-go. Some other stuff about Ray's journey, I just... Uh, here's, here's how you can't tell me that was planned. Okay, so yeah. one of my problems with this movie is that it's very the pacing is kind of all over the place uh, very uh, to, to an extent where it's far too quick a lot of the time, right? Not that it's slow, it's quick. And I felt like what happened here is that even though JJ wasn't planning to do a trilogy, right? Because he was really planning on doing the first right. one and leaving. I felt like when he came to do this one, he essentially... Like to do his third movie, he had the middle movie he was he should have made to ju- to set up a lot of this stuff, but he didn't do the middle movie. So the first half of this movie is squeezing in everything that would be in his middle movie as well to to set a lot because oh. there's, there's stuff that just drops in the the the, the crawl at the start, and it's it just like you know so and so is back. Uh, that feels like a big this deal. One, yeah, this, that that's pretty egregious, but that's also having just watched all the movies from October to now, like yeah. at least them out for. For a friend that hasn't seen them before, um, that's kind of Star Wars, though. Like they do that a lot. That that was uh, smart. I squeezed them all into about four days. Yeah, well, <laughs> so so I had, I had a friend that she wanted to go see this one. Um, her only connection to Star Wars before October was she had gotten this this twelve inch stormtrooper, like for lack of a better term, doll, right? It's like Barbie size that then she fashioned Minnie Mouse ears for to take with us to Disneyland. Right, so she named the stormtrooper Jeffrey. He's become a hit. Like people at Disneyland love Jeffrey, and so to her, all stormtroopers are Jeffrey. So she wanted to go see this one in theaters, and I was like, "Well, you have to watch all the other ones first. So <laughs> since October, we've got this. The only two we missed were Rogue One and and Solo because of you know other schedules. Uh, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. So, but at as we were leaving the theater last night, right, this person's completely new to Star Wars. She goes, I think I actually kind of like these Star Wars things. And, and you know, said raised her favorite character. And, again, this was a person that didn't grow up with it, really. Um, 
So I think that that's coming from an outsider perspective. I think that's well, a good sign. It's an interesting perspective to have, for sure. It's, it's, yeah, one, right? it's one of these things, though, because just to go back to that Twitter that I had, because the, the main point I kind of, my, my sort of feeling at the end of it was like, people always say, okay, I always say I don't want any more Star Wars, but I know, I've i never been that, I, I like the original trilogy, but I've never been that attached to Star Wars. But and I've said this to Connor a couple of times that, mm. but Terminator is my Star Wars. I love Terminator 1 and 2. They are, they are my thing. They're my jam. They're my passion. Mm. I don't want any more. And it's not even the Dark Fate was bad. Dark Fate was fine. And it had some good qualities. It had some bad qualities. But ultimately, a lot of these You're movies... You're just tired. This, all, all of these movies that come back, there's a couple of key exceptions, but for the most part, they come back and they don't really justify their existence by being worthwhile on their own. They rely upon caring about the previous films. And some may make new fans and stuff, and that's cool, but I don't know if it's worth it. Like, it's, to me, I'd rather not the things not come back and we just keep making new things. And if that means that you know, once you know certain generations die out, not many people care about a certain franchise anymore. I think that's okay. You know, it can be there for the the, the film yeah, fans who do but... want to go back and discover things, but it doesn't necessarily always have to be active and drawing in new people. Yeah, but this is I feel the difference between certain franchises like Terminator and Star Wars is Star Wars is a hundred percent generational. Like, uh, and the sad thing was that my showing uh, opening night was not very packed, unlike other years. But oh, mine was yeah. completely full. I think it was just the theater we went to that people were just like, oh, we'll, we'll go to the, the fancier ones and sure. whatnot. Yeah, so, but there was a, like, generational thing at play where I saw, what would I assume are grandparents with, like, their their kids and their kids' kids. So, um, and I don't know if you can say the same about Terminator. Right, and I just think that has something to do with. Oh, I mean that that comparison is just for me personally. That's not for yeah, how, okay. they're, how they're treated with gotcha. by anyone else. That's just Cause, what, cause what it means to me. I do, yeah, I do think that Star Wars are gonna, you know. That said, though, if are... you're if you're not showing your kids Terminator, you're a bad parent and deal with it. <laughs> just gotta wait. <laughs> not everyone you that was watching Commando at six, Pete. Oh, Commando's, <laughs> a, Commando's a great kid, Swicky. Can we? Yeah. Do you know what? That's one of those <laughs> things where it. I think all of us are kind of on that weird scale where. Sure, we can watch. You can watch that movie when you're seven. Yeah. <laughs> I, I saw like you know, people on Twitter who are clearly more responsible parents than any of us would be going, "Hey, so um, is uh, is Rise of Skywalker going to be okay for my seven year old? She like she like really likes the last couple, but I don't know. Um, you know, what, what do people think? Um, I'm like seven year old Star Wars. Just send yeah, them in. Well, Connor, I'm I'm famously the person that when we did a, a RoboCop review way way back in the day that I didn't watch RoboCop till I was in my twenties. Because my mom declared that I was not allowed to watch it as a kid, and Don't, that stupidly stuck with me. The funny so thing like, is, the funny thing is, is I watched Robocop from a really young age, and I think the only reason why I got away with it is basically just the ignorance because the title sounds like a kid's yeah. thing. Like they don't right. realize that it's full of like hookers and coke and like absurd over the top <laughs> right. violence and. Like... Yeah. So, so yeah, uh, no, because my I have friends that are the same way. They're like, yeah, I'm not going to show them Star Wars yet because everything's already a sword to one of my friends' kids. So the last thing he needs is is more lightsaber type like, stuff. Like, you know, p- parents going, do you know what? I don't think you're allowed to watch RoboCop. Is yeah. very different to going. No, yes. no, no. Oh I yeah, yeah, yeah. Might be a bit. Much. Yes, I know, but I'm just saying, like the the degree of parenting. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, Clearly, no. we'd all be terrible parents. Oh yeah, no well, doubt. No doubt. My kids watch it as soon as they can open their eyes. They're gonna watch Star Wars. Are you kidding me? And then don't get me started on Indiana Jones. Like on- honestly, you know, I, I can remember watching. Star Wars at like four or five, like quite vividly. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So, anyway, so 
So we know how Pete feels. Yeah, oh yeah, I mean, you know, the, the just yeah. the I feel. I mean, obviously, I have more specific complaints. I, I do want to go back to kind of talking to, just to go. I want to go uh, later on when we're in spoilers. I want to go back and talk more about uh, how it's not really oh. done its own thing. But I have to, do, you know, I have to do it in spoilers. So yeah, yeah. So 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 for me, I I said on Twitter, I kind of feel like Harvey Dead on this because there's stuff that I really, really, really like. And then there's stuff I really, really don't like. And it hits me at different parts of the movie. So watching it the second time through, the first act, I love. This is like, this is Star Wars. This is Indiana Jones. This is serialized storytelling that is my thing. And then once other stuff starts to happen, I'm kind of like, can can I leave and come back for the stuff that I like? Um, so like, I, I will say that I did enjoy the movie, but this is... As much as I don't like parts of The Last Jedi, I feel this is way more flawed than The Last Jedi. Um, but I still en- I enjoy it more. It's weird. Like, I'd much rather watch this again uh, and deal with the stuff I don't like than, than the stuff I don't like in Last Jedi. And Connor, how much did you love it? I, I loved it unconditionally. Yeah, no, no, I didn't. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I've actually got some... some... Similar to Matt, there are there are things I love. Like there are genuinely some things I really love. Yeah. There are thing there. There is at least one thing that I hate. Um, <laughs> um, and, and, yeah, 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 there you go, and there are there are other things that I hate, but not because of any reason in this movie. Yeah. There are things that I hate because of how they are in context of with the Last Jedi. Now. And, and maybe that's just me really liking Last Jedi, which is why I, I, pr- I would have preferred yeah. we kind of gone with these, these angles. And and I think it comes uh, a lot from uh, something that Pete touched on earlier, is that this feels safe in, in yeah. regards to... Uh, this This feels like... It, they, they wanted to pretend Last Jedi didn't happen. And I think that is a terrible move, not because I'm a Last Jedi fan, even though I, you know, I am. I think it's a terrible move because... J.J. Abrams' job here was not to come in and fix The Last Jedi. That that was not his job. His job was to create a sequel to that movie, an extension upon those themes. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, But I also also feel like that about him coming and fixing things, because there's things that occur in Rise of Skywalker that can only happen because of the things that Ryan Johnson did. There absolutely are. But... The counter to that is there. There's one thing in particular that feels like having their cake and eating it too, and it drives me nuts. Yeah. I think about these three things that I feel. Yeah, like, like yeah, I. Think, like it's logically sound storytelling. I don't like it though. I don't. Like, I feel like it's a bad choice. I mean, we can get to hit to logical things aren't spoilers. I suppose we can actually talk specifics, but I. Yeah. I feel like so there was one there was one decision in Last Jedi that I I loved. There was one thing that I. Yeah unequivocally said i love this choice and i said that at the time despite the fact that i don't really like this movie overall i like this choice and it's the one thing because a lot of like like connor said a lot of last jedi is just kind of ignored and just not brought up they don't mention it right down to the fact that there was kind of a romance in last jedi which is barely even touched upon in this and it's almost like one of the characters involved is just into someone else again like without even really thinking about it Again, just just to touch on Last Jedi, people talk about this romance. It's not a romance. Having just watched it again, it's not. It's one-sided. There is no reciprocation. I mean, it's been two. I can't argue with this because it's been two years since I've seen Matt, it. You, you've seen it recently. 
Yeah, which one are we talking about? <laughs> we're, 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 we're talking about uh, Rose. Finn and Rose. Yes. Okay, that's what, that's what I it's thought. It's yeah. absolutely one-sided from her. She's oh. got a crush on this guy. It's all yeah. in but, her, her, but from you, her. But there's something that plays out in this one, too, that I feel applies to that. In, oh, in... we'll we'll get to some terrible I, moments and spoilers. I, I legit threw my hat and got yelled <laughs> at by Ashley. Oh, that I yeah. did that. Yeah, that, let's yeah. just say there's a moment towards oh. the end of this film. For about ten seconds, I was sitting there going, "Oh, please don't do this! No, don't, please don't, don't do this! Don't do, don't do this! This well, is stupid!" Then, so, so our 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 friend Mario, who we, we all joke about, um, he hates these movies. Like, he is he is. Thriving on the hate for the Disney Star Wars films, like he moderately likes the the Force Awakens, but the rest of them. And then, so I, I'm I'm reading what he thought about the movie, and what I thought he got upset about was nowhere near what I thought he was going to get upset yeah, about. I saw this. I was like, <laughs> really, that's your problem, dude. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and must so, mention as well, uh, Tim, who's on Screams After Midnight, also has came out very negatively yeah. here, and Tim is also very hyperbolic. He is. I can't Tim take what he says seriously. He does, yeah. but like yeah. he, 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 he is seemingly negative on this, and seeing other people who are Star Wars fans be seemingly negative on this, and not not for like the weird reaction that Last Jedi got, because Last Jedi had like the weirdest like reaction like of yeah, a lot of movies, unpredictable. I think. Um, like the reaction to this one feels a lot more healthily negative, if that makes any sense, and just in the sense yeah. that the criticisms I'm seeing are genuine film criticisms of either it relying on nostalgia or the script. Feeling rushed, the pacing it's being not too people hating women. Yeah, exactly. Right. It's too expositiony. It's too this. It's too, there's a lot of problems in the storytelling. There's a lot of problems in what it's doing. It's not that the there's a weird like oh this is too SJW or whatever like which is ridiculous. Yeah. And it, for all the complaints I have about Last Jedi, that is not one of them. Uh, yeah. And John, um, this is weird. Is as, as we're talking about you know there's a lot of negative reception to this, and there is online that we're seeing in our circles. And hell, even critically, if you look, go to the run because because yeah. I, I I wasn't really paying attention to the build to this movie because I don't care <laughs> Star Wars like, to be honest I was going in blind so. yeah it was actually literally just the morning of the morning I was going to see it I just I, I saw a thread on a message board saying hey let's, look, let's talk about the, the, the reviews for last night I was like, oh I'm, you know, I'm curious right and uh, the Rod Tomorrow score was like 55% I went that can't be right because I was, I was, I just assumed that it'd comfortably get in the eighties because it's Star Wars, right? I, I just right, assumed right. it would, yeah. and apparently it's lower than a couple of the prequels, which I was not expecting. And to be fair, if if Rotten, again, we should say Rotten Tomatoes is not the be all end all. If you include reviews that are only at their releases, uh, the prequels are consistently the highest rated over any other Star Wars films, including the original trilogy. But, which, 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 yeah, which is, is which is silly on its its own right. But yeah, I mean, that's dumb. but the. <laughs> But here's the thing: the originals came out years ago. They don't have as many reviews because they're ancient movies, and, and Rotten Tomatoes didn't right. exist. The prequels in these movies are a lot more comparable because they did both release contemporarily as Rotten Tomatoes was a thing. Yeah. So yeah. there's more of a fair comparison between them. Um, I will make this clear: the actual raw filmmaking in these films is highly superior to anything in the prequels. Bizarrely, though, and I can't believe I'm going to side with Tim here. Uh, I know what he's going to say. Yeah, me too. Biz- bizarrely. I, I don't agree. At the very least, I have to at least respect, and it's garbage. It is terribly executed. It is terrible in almost every single way. But in that sort of weird Tommy Wiseau making the room kind of way, you have to respect the fact that the prequels were very much one man's deranged vision. And 
they are all George Lucas's he, vision, for better or worse, mostly worse. He's not wrong. <laughs> he, just, he just compared George Lucas to Tommy Wiseau. Let's, let's what, what's interesting scene. is, uh, I mean, I'll get back to Ron Tomas in a minute, but on, on that note, <laughs> this trilogy, I, it, it could have done with the oversight vision. Whereas yeah, I, think, I think The Force Awakens was very much someone's vision. I think Last Jedi was absolutely someone's vision. Uh-huh. But someone else is. very different someone. <laughs> right. they, needed a, they needed a showrunner, right? Like, this yeah. is why, why, you know, especially now we're so conditioned where, with how TV is that you can have different people come in and tell parts of the story. And, yeah. and they feel different. Look at, I know you guys are reviewing The Mandalorian, but mm-hmm. each of those episodes have a different feel, but they all still match. And, it, you know, and I, and I credit that to Jon Favreau. Yeah, you know, um, yeah. One of the things about this this particular movie is that you know, obviously, there's been a lot of jokes about how the, the movies don't really have much bite, and I think that's that, that's again some that's because of these like nostalgia sequels and them existing because it's just we need to keep the franchise going rather than because someone's got a great idea, right? But this one in particular, I've, I, obviously, a lot, as soon as uh, Disney got Star Wars and they already had Marvel, so oh, it's going to be like the Marvel movies. They feel like Marvel movies. And some people yeah. cracked that line about Last Jedi because of the jokes and the humor, which for the record, I, I actually think the humor in this one uh, was the worst of the three. I, I, the jokes in this did nothing for me. Um, I, uh, to be fair, I don't think there's that many. Um, there's not, in, in the sense of, in the other movies and the Marvel movies, there are very clear pauses after the jokes of, Okay, this is where you're going to laugh. There, there was a couple yeah. of C3PO ones early on that's really stuck out to me that really made me kind of cringe. I just I felt crickets, crick, crick, crickets. But, but there wasn't as many in, in yeah. this movie. No, that's fair. But but what, the point I'm getting at is that I actually think this is the one that feels the most uh, happy meal esque. Like like obviously not all the Marvel movies because there's some really good Marvel movies, but. Uh, it's the, this is the one that feels the most happy meal esque in the sense that it feels the most fabricated and just safe and you know it's it's all these things we know yeah. we need to have just to please everyone and that's all it is. And, and this is where I want to get back to you know a couple of things that we've discussed is Rotten Tomatoes. You know we mentioned you know the critic score it's about fifty something percent. Fifty five to fifty eight was in that the range. The audience score is up in the eighties, which again, yeah. if you just look in our bubbles on social media, you would not predict that. Yeah, um, audience, no, uh, audience scores are fickle though yeah. because you have uh, two extremes where you have review bombs of like people, and this happened to yeah. Last Jedi where all the people who hated it made a, oh. almost a campaign out of rating it yeah. poorly so that no, the, the average would go true. down. And likewise, I almost feel like those exact same people because they're happy it's, this isn't Last Jedi might even be doing the same thing in the uh, opposite direction. They might because, you know, this is more anecdotal, but this is, you know, a very personal thing. Is, is I hate I, I, I got, I got it, <laughs> it was, you know, three in the morning, half two in the morning, whatever time it was, I got out of the midnight show in and, you know, I, I went to the toilet and I could hear two guys and they goes, this was the first review, the first reaction I heard because I was on my own in cinema. This is the, the, the very first response I heard to this movie was this guy turns to me because told you JJ would fix it. And that sums it up. And I, mean, I would like is, to add this on. This is here. trying to fix it. I, I would like to add on here because Matt happened to tell us about a T-shirt that someone he saw was wearing, or his, even his friend was wearing, uh, uh, that said "Make the Galaxy Great Again." And I feel like no, don't don't count that as a friend. That person, if they come across this, oh. we are no longer <laughs> done. Um, the point I'm making though is that acquaintance. If, if you want to know yeah. what side of the argument you should be on, that that, that shirt <laughs> should tell you everything. It wasn't a shirt. It was a legit red hat. Oh, it was a red hat. Sorry, the, it was a red hat. Yeah, make, make the galaxy great. And I just, I know what he's doing. And um, <laughs> no, basically F yourself. And this just, I just want to spell this into slightly is, this is a problem for Disney 
yeah. in that what they've just done shows that uh, they'll buckle. To- yeah, toxic fanboys win because they yeah. win because uh, you, you know as much as people are yes. torn on Last Jedi, and I, as, I, you know, I love it. You you could have followed through on that and and gone right. Okay, we we can we can do this without shitting on that. We can just do a sequel. And I feel this didn't, and it it justified that that uh, that toxicity online. And, that, that, and this, is, and this is the other thing. Like is this this also feels very stand? This doesn't feel like the closing chapter of a trilogy. Everything in this feels almost just unique to this film. I mean, sure, there's a couple of character things that hold over, but for the most part, like you know, when you watch Turn of the Jedi, like. We we came into that, that 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 third movie like okay we still have to deal we just found out like you know Darth Vader was his father we were coming into this all this all this is still rising they're still getting stronger we have to beat them I feel like this trilogy they've actually won against the Empire or the First Order or whatever like every movie like they're, 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 like every movie they've oh kinda... they definitely didn't in Last Jedi. They were literally, you know, on they're, the run. Sure, okay. But I, I guess what I mean is, is that when I came out of this one, like, we set up kind of like, we just kind of switched to essentially the real villain, right? But the real villain was never really set up. And I, I will and then, I, I will flat out yeah. say that they retconned a previous character. And, oh, they definitely yeah, did. And yeah, it's, it's, it's maddening. And, and that um, is one of those elements of why, frankly, J.J. was the wrong choice to do this movie because, right. well, and it's it's not because I, I, I dislike him as a filmmaker or a person or anything like that. It's more, he obviously started this off and in his head, he had some sort of vision for where it would have gone. And Ryan Johnson came in and picked up that torch and, and went, okay, I see what you're doing. These are what my threads are. I think this needed a third person to go, okay, I see where you've gone with that and this is where I'm going well, to end it. I think Rather a big than fix. trying to shoehorn back in. I feel a big fix would have been if, if Johnson hadn't have said it right after Last Jedi, mm. where it makes the Last Jedi feel like an epilogue to The Force Awakens and not a proper, Joe, you know, Joe, I, I, Yeah, Joe, I'd also throw in here, I'd also say that when they got rid of Colin Trevorrow, I mean, who knows what that movie would yeah, have been like. That's they what sh- I want to know. They should have delayed it a year and gave, gave JJ yeah. more time to actually develop this stuff, because I feel this feels yeah. rushed to me. This feels like they had to well, hit this date, because they wanted to hit Christmas again two years and, later. And with Trevor, o, I I really do like Jurassic World, but it's not a perfect movie. Like there, no, I, of, I, I, I I enjoy Jurassic World, right? but it, it falls into what I was saying earlier. It's a nostalgia right. sequel that falls and, into all these traps of we're just here because we care about it already, and it's right. fine and in then, that and, context. But that's what it is. Right. So as I as I said about Trevor, o, he really only has one good movie with with safety not guaranteed. Mm. Um, and, and then his other one, The Book of Henry, was I guess such a mess. Like I haven't seen it, but I've only heard bad things. So. I wonder if this was taking up all his energy and whatnot. And then, so yeah, I wonder what he would have done. If... I just feel like once Trevor left and, and they went, right, we need someone else to do it. Yeah, maybe delaying it was the right call, uh, regardless. But I just feel like JJ was the wrong choice because, of course, he has his own preconceived ideas right. from what he did in his film. And I think he, he's entitled to disagree with what ryan johnson did because uh, but ultimately it wasn't you know it was okay that he disagreed because it wasn't his job the, anymore the funny thing is is that every time he was asked in interviews like you saw like quotes saying oh i love what ryan did in last jedi last jedi yeah. is so important but, but i think but, but that's what, still true well no, but you watch this movie and i don't feel it in the movie at all i feel that this movie outright contradicts it ignores it and retcons a couple of key things to the point where it just it just there's literally a scene where a character kind of just speaks in the opposite terms that they did last movie because that's just what the movie wants to do now. Yeah. Um, there, there are legitimate digs at that movie where th- there is one specific event. That, well, there's a couple, but one, one in particular that stands yeah. out. 
and someone says a line that was like, hey, screw you, Last Jedi, is it, basically what it felt like. The Last, Jedi, Last Jedi's message, message ultimately was you have to let the past die, you know, even if you have to kill it. Like, mm-hmm. And then this movie goes, no, 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 we like the past. We want the past. All the past. Right. I mean, I, I don't yeah. necessarily agree that that was the ultimate message of that movie. I, I th- the, the ultimate message was, uh, you know, it is sometimes it's okay to fail and when you do fail well, you learn and you get better oh, okay well, I mean, we could argue what the ultimate i mean maybe that was the wrong phrasing but i think one of the messages of that movie is about letting the past die and doing well, new things okay yeah well i'm saying that's where i'll disagree with about about jj completely reconning stuff because again there's things here that he does take threads from uh but... there is i think it's the, the key relationship between uh, yeah. ray and kylo uh, uh-huh. Absolutely, that's there. Uh, is 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 an extension of that movie, one hundred percent. But yeah, so so I do feel like I do feel that he liked those, but it didn't work with the story. That so he kind of swept him under a rug. Yeah, um, there's definitely some characters. A, that is a problem. Get, yeah, um, there's some characters that get shafted because of it. Like yeah, uh, I, I think like I think a oh. lot. I think a lot of the characters get shafted. I, I think both Poe and Finn feel so small in this movie compared to what they felt like they were being oh, set up for I in the first it, one uh, what, what bothers me more about uh poe is that you know last jedi he learned a lesson from his failure right that was like mm-hmm. a big deal with poe mm-hmm. that was one of the central elements of that movie was his his right. failure him and holdo and and he you know his whole thing was he has to learn he has to think of the bigger picture he can't just get in a ship and mm-hmm. blow shit up that's all he does in this movie he gets in a ship and blows shit up mm-hmm there is no he bigger drives, picture thing. He, he's, he's, he drives a skiff. This 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 cool. movie literally <laughs> this movie literally has the blue light going towards the sky to to sing the show that the bad guys are about to destroy everything. That that literally happens in I this mean, movie, that, and I hate that thing. I hate it. Yeah, I know, but it worked here. I, yeah, I was like, into that moment. Right. Yeah, so I was like, but with but and also, I, like they, I mean, I mean, this is I think I got spoilers, but let's just say the entire final act is so convoluted to make it work. Um. There's, there's literally we'll, there's, we'll get there yeah we'll get i there. just i'm just i want to refute the 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 poe and finn because I, I like what they did with poe here because i do feel poe has learned like granted yeah he probably he doesn't have a lot to do but i don't feel like he's the same character he was at the start of last jedi to here because he he did learn the leadership lesson you know like i guess and then with, i'm with I'm, finn uh, go ahead. I was gonna say, I would compare it to, just compare it to the original trilogy. The reason why I'm saying this is that by the end of the original trilogy, I felt like Han and Leia were both really, really important. Maybe not quite as important as Luke, but the, the all three yeah. of them felt like they were the core three characters that were really important to that trilogy, right? And I felt like the last uh, Force Awakens when it came out is like, okay, we're setting up these three characters as the core three characters of this new trilogy, and I feel like this movie in particular. I never got the impression that those two were anywhere even close to Ray in well, terms no, of importance. It's been, but it's also always been out of balance because you got to throw Kylo in there as the main character too. Yeah, then, yeah the villain gets a, a weird. Yeah, Kylo in, gets more of a story than Darth Vader ever did. Yeah. Can we say something positive? Just for the because well, it's I been do, half but, an hour now. Well, yeah, but I also want to say I like Finn's story in here more than I've liked him in any of them because he really gets the short shaft in in Last Jedi. Because I hate that story. Like that might be one of my least favorite Star Wars things is that whole and and it drives me nuts because I agree with what Ryan Johnson was trying to say. I just don't like the way he said it. And so in here, his journey and what he you know finds out, I dig. Yeah, no, I, I actually I'm I'm with him on this. I like uh, which is why I was specifically singling out uh, post stuff. Um, we'll say more of that on that in spoilers then. But it, with Finn. Yeah, there, there are some beats here I really like. There are some relationships he forms that I think are really mm-hmm. strong. 
Uh, I'm, I'm quite into the Finn stuff in this one. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, th- I was shocked because, it's, you know, I think Force Awakens is a better made movie, and I think JJ is a pretty solid, if not a special director, right? He's, he's just kind of, he's a bit of a workman. He comes in, does a solid he's- job. I think he was a perfect choice for the Force Awakens to okay, yeah. I'll, I'll kickstart mm. this and hand and then hand it he all can over breathe, to someone else. Well, like we said with Star Trek, he can breathe new life into it, whether you like that or not. He's good at that. But here's the th- yeah. here's the thing though, is that I don't think this movie's that well directed. I th- it feels sloppy to me. It feels like I don't, oh, it's very sloppy. I don't know if his heart wasn't in it. I don't know if it was just because I was just kind of like brought back in at the last second because he needed someone and. <laughs> I'm I'm picturing him as the Charlie Dave meme with all the <laughs> things connecting, and that's why that's why it's so sloppy because he's trying to do a whole bunch of stuff and uh, he just wasn't like I agree with I, I forget I, who said it but give give this an extra year that's probably Pete that was Pete um, uh, yeah give, give it an extra year I think we all agree on that uh, let's, I yeah. think it is just he he was the wrong choice because he came in with preconceived notions of what needed to happen based on based on ideas he'd had before The Last Jedi. Whereas if you'd got someone new in who had to build on The Last Jedi, while they might have had preconceived notions of this is what I would have done, they'd have gone, okay, but this is where we are and this is well, what we're going to go from now. And that's and that's what I feel why, why Trevor walked off. Is I feel like he was trying to do that and it, it didn't work. It didn't fit in with what uh, Kennedy thought was going to happen or whatever. Yeah. I, I, I mean, we'll never know. It's been pretty amicable because, too, people have been like, oh, I've seen Trevor's script and this is what it did. And he's actively refuting people on Twitter going, what script did you read? Because that, that one, isn't that? Yeah. <laughs> that no, I, there, I think it, he, he's been very gracious about the whole thing. Yeah. There has been no ill will between any of no. them. Yeah. Uh, so I don't think it was particularly, you know, no, gracious. I, just, I, I, I don't from, remember. From I, I don't remember when in the timeline he he left. Was it was it before Last Jedi? Was it after Last Jedi? What, you know, when, when did just, that happen? I just remember mm. that he he had some disagreements with Kennedy with how to treat Leia because everything that I've read was. The Force Awakens was kind of Han's movie. The Last Jedi was Luke's movie. This was meant to be Carrie's, but then Carrie passed away, and that threw a wrench into things. And and he didn't from, know what to do. Yeah, from what I understand of the situation, everything that I've read was they both disagreed with how to handle the way a situation, and that's what he kind of was like. Okay, well, I I don't want to do this now. So mm. uh, that's uh, that's understandable. It's it's so yeah. it's beyond anyone's control and. Right. Uh, I think it's a pretty mature way of handling it. Like, do you know what? I, you know, I, I I see what you're you're wanting to do. It's not what I want to do. Yeah. Let's just find someone else. To it's do. it's one of those yeah. things where, like, obviously, it's no one's fault. There's nothing they can really do about it. Obviously, at this point, I don't think you can recast because, like, this is a person who's been in the old movies, been in the last two. Like, yeah. it would feel weird. Um, I I think trying to have her in there in some capacity, and not and not just having her, you know, pass away between movies and sort of sell yeah. it as an after the fact thing. Um, ultimately, the, and I get why there's the desire if you've got some footage of her, if you can maybe do a little CG thing here yeah. or there to make her sort of have a, a small role. Ultimately, every time I saw her on screen, I, I could almost feel them trying to work around the limitations. Yeah, no, it, I agree. And it takes me out of it. It was, it was never terrible. Um, no. But it, it often felt a little bit stilted I, I, and you could feel them writing the, the dialogue yeah. to fit what lines they had recorded yeah. with her. Yeah, I, I could always feel them working around it. 
Um, and it took me, you know, it's, it's not quite as bad, but it's kind of like Superman's mustache cover, right? In Justice League, where every time I see him, I'm like, oh. I can feel you covering this yeah. up. There was there was definitely someone yeah. doing some some extra voice work for yeah. her, though, right? Because there's um, like the odd line where it, well, it uh, completely cut away from her face I, and would say something, and I'm like, yeah, yeah there's someone else. Yeah, and there was someone I was going to bring up. And there was some unnaturalness to it. I think what they'd done is whatever footage they had, they had to take her head and put it on like a, a double's body for the scene. That's, yeah. Well, yeah. And, and my friend asked if, because she knows that, that Billy Lord is her daughter, mm. she was like, do you know if she did stand-in work? Because some of those scenes felt like Billy Lord doing Princess mm. Leia. Like, it could have been. Uh, um, yeah. I, I think it was very, I think it's unfortunate that whatever footage they had was clearly not filmed on a green screen. No. It was clearly filmed on a location. Well, she's, she, she sticks out real, real bad. Yeah. No, exactly, because they, they, they struggled yeah. to, to make it. Yeah, her, her head looked kind of weird. I was And I was wondering, look, is part of her face even CG? And I'm not sure if it was. And I'm going to say it wasn't, just because at one point, this is not spoiling anything, but at one point there is a flashback to when she's younger and, and there is a full CG yeah. face, and that looked terrible. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure the other stuff was actually a real face that was just taken from another shot and put on her head. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it still looked a bit I, off because of that. I think there is... Some of my smallest complaints, though, this is uh, is that I understand the situation. Oh, sure. Like, I'm not, it's like yeah. one of those where this is the best they could do. I'm, I'm not really yeah. ragging on this too much. It, it's just it's just one of those things that sticks out. Uh, and it, it takes you it is I'll, I'll still take this to the, the Superman flight in Last Jedi because that, that does not hold up. Oh, yeah, that's whatever. terrible. Like, that, that's, <laughs> I can't. I can't defend that. Yeah, it was stripping um, at the time. It's still stripping now. But yeah. Um. So so Connor, stuff stuff you liked because you didn't yeah, want to uh, be. I don't want to be in time because, like I said, I love it a lot. I think I love every time the trio are, are together. Yeah. They all three again because we the haven't first... got that. We haven't got that yeah. of all three of them in any movie before this. From from the time you see them together, and and you you see like Poe piloting the Falcon, which is something I really I like. I almost went into this movie with a checklist of things I wanted to see, and this might be part of the problem. Yeah, I think like they were trying yeah. to make sure I checked off my checklist. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty um, I'm pretty sure they had their own checklist, uh, and that's that's the real issue oh, here. I, I know, but but I also feel being the target audience of the kind of older fan, but not that old, like generational. Like I wanted to see him. Like I got to see him fly a Tie Fighter. I got to see him do the X Wing. I want to see him fly the Falcon. I, it, here's and, the thing: him playing the Falcon. It doesn't feel like a a checklisty. Th- I mean, it's a map personal checklist. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But that doesn't feel like we need to have him fly the Falcon. And and maybe, maybe they did, but it doesn't feel unnatural yeah. having him fly. Uh, it feels I mean, we'll we'll have the other checklist stuff later and spoilers. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that, so, that first scene where you know he gets off the Falcon and he's talking to Ray, yeah. uh, and they've got this back and forth. I'm like, oh, this is great. Yeah. And and then you know, <clears> thing <throat> comes in, Judson, and you know they're off together on a missions, and yeah. they have great chemistry as a trio. They, they do and so like that whole entire first part up up until where they they end up on the uh the the dust star wreckage i and whatnot. I, think... I love all that stuff this is like indiana jones episodic like well actually this is my wheelhouse of things f- fair enough like. matt that was actually my bigger problem with it is not only was there too much exposition and too much stuff going too quickly i felt like everything was on fast forward because they had to get through so many of these pieces mm-hmm. but it did really feel like scavenger hunt to all this to the other scavenger hunt to this other scavenger hunt and it was only really two or three but it really felt repetitive to me in the first chunk of the movie and well, i felt it's, it yeah it's, it's very spielbergian which is i'm finally excited to say that uh, that jj got to do a spielberg thing Mm. like extra this time like yeah we it's super eight but super eight still kind of its own thing but here it's again very indiana jones and there's this MacGuffin, and that's kind of what the whole movie revolves around and i understand like why pete it, it didn't work for him 
but it really worked for me. I think my problem yeah. is, is there was like two or three MacGuffins in this movie, and they're all new. Like none of them were even teased in previous films. It was just like, here's here's your little pyramid MacGuffin, here's your dagger MacGuffin, here, yeah. here's. Well, yeah. they're all related to to one another. They're, yeah. they're the pieces of the. There was yeah, also it, it felt like parts of a whole. There was also yeah. a lot of things in the first half, especially that felt like they were there just to pad out with more plot. Where we didn't need to do this thing because they just undid it like very quickly, like you know, a couple of scenes later. You know, I'm in, I'm intrigued as to which things you'll talk um, about. I'm assuming you can't t- tell us yet. Nah, nah, they're all full spoilers. But okay. Uh, so I mean, that's the thing. Uh, they did notably put in a couple of cameos. I noticed John Williams in there. Yeah, in the in cameo. The bar, yeah. Yeah. And his dope eye patch. Uh, I noticed um, the guy plus three uh, PO. One of the pilots uh, at one yeah, point. Yeah, there's, 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 there's a, I'm not going to spoil who it was, but there's a no. pilot later on that no. I was like, oh man, that was cool. Yeah. Um, there, there's some other cameos too that are, that are more in the, the spoiler section. Yeah. Uh, they hit me. There's also, like, bizarrely, there's a thing at the climax, uh, which obviously I'll get to properly in spoilers, <laughs> but it basically it felt like they actually outrageous took a scene from Endgame and just did it. And the weird thing is, is they couldn't have because you know, because of when these movies were being made, they're, you know. Right. Yeah, there's no way like they did, I mean, unless yeah. they went back and right. reshoot. Like, oh, hey, no, we saw Endgame. We, we'd have heard about those reshoots. Let's let's yeah. go quickly reshoot. Uh, that's this one line just so that we can have our Endgame moment. But and Carl's not I, seen Endgame, which yeah, is really funny. I'll put it this um, way, Matt. See when I get to it, I'm going to see the the Endgame yeah. version first when we get to that point uh-huh. in the movie. Okay. Uh, I, and, I genuinely because again. Uh, maybe, maybe this is a problem. I, I don't know. But, uh, like, I, I haven't seen this. So this obviously didn't affect my experience. Yeah. Whatever this specific so, so problem Pete, is. So, is, is it on your left? Is that what you're no, talking no, about? No, 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 okay. no. Well, I'll, I'll say the end, because it's not like it's a spoil for Endgame at this point to say this. I'll just say, I am inevitable. I am uh, Iron yeah, Man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That moment happens. That literally is the final yeah. moment of the conflict of this this movie. Is yeah, that well, moment. And, and, okay. and, and I know we're trying to be positive, but just about everything with the emperor drives me up the wall and i i <laughs> i thought we were saying that for spoiler <laughs> i'm just saying it's like a an itch that you can't reach right like i'm trying to, well, to wrap my head around well, I mean, it, okay but... to be fair we're teasing the trailer so i guess we're saying that the emperor yeah. is not a spoiler but i will say yeah. so the one thing i'll say in this about the spoiler free right is i don't know how true this is i just saw this randomly online the last couple of days but i did see someone say that apparently his inclusion was like a, a fairly late change. Like he wasn't originally in the movie and it was like a, a change. Um, and I don't know if that means that like, you know, originally it was meant to just be like Snoke or someone who was in this role or, or it was meant to be whoever. Like oh, you know This, this, this no. changes my perception of what happened then because... Uh, I, I think that's one of the biggest problems with, with JJ coming back here is... Yeah. I think the, the role that he is playing is... I'm fairly sure the exact he would have just had Snoke playing. But presumably, if he did the second movie, though, he would have set it up properly just, so that it wouldn't have felt as oh, Emperor's back. Yeah, <laughs> it, exactly, and that's and it happens in the crawl, like <laughs> yeah, which no, like, that's I, infuriating. Yeah, I, don't get me wrong. I didn't necessarily mind it just saying the crawl. Palpatine is yeah. back, but I expected the movie to kind of elaborate on it a little bit at some yeah. point. And, and it kind <laughs> and that's and that's what I'm saying. That's kind of Star Wars, but then. When I'm thinking about it, I'm going like, well, yeah, no, the only point, and then we don't get any cool, like, because in the crawl, I don't know if this counts as spoilers or not, but it says, a, you know, a, a mysterious transition is heard by the galaxy, 
let's hear that that transmission. Yeah, we never hear it. <laughs> like, yeah. So, I, um, do you know what's interesting actually is but, it plays like it doesn't. That that that, that no yeah. one's heard that because there's a moment later on where they yeah. react to something. Yeah, with, yeah. With, so, with regards to him, and I'm like, uh, wait, is this so, the first they're hearing about it? But it was in the opening crawl. So yeah. So I say all that stuff with the emperor to to say that it's stupidly counterbalanced in my brain with everything that comes because of that, because of certain moments that happen, I get really stoked for that third act in, mm. in parts. So yeah. Yeah. Like, so <sighs> that that's my problem with this movie is like the, the middle part. It's just there, but everything that happens in the third act, it's so. Do you, big. Do you, do you want to know the, my biggest problem with the third act, which is I mostly enjoy the third act. I'm, I'm with you. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, Adam Driver doesn't say a single line. No. Like after he, he you know, after hmm. the, his his big sequence about two thirds through, yeah. and and it's a great sequence. We'll get there. I love. Yeah, that we'll get there. Is yeah. He says we'll nothing. He show, He's in the third act. He's around and he has an impact to a degree. Right. He does not utter a single word of dialogue. Yeah. Not not one. And I'm like, you, you're wasting Adam Driver here. Yeah. He's he's probably your strongest actor in, in these. As, uh, as good as Daisy is. I like all the cast. I think in terms of yeah, actors, so, so do I. it's a solid yeah. cast. But but Adam Driver is a yeah. twelve. You do well. It's it's like having uh, um, Dunkirk with uh, what's his name, Bane. Help me out, guys. Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy in in Dunkirk, where you got him and you put flight goggles and a mask on him and don't have him say much. <laughs> like you're robbing us of a Tom Hardy performance, Nolan. Like, come on. Uh, but it's okay because yeah. Tenet looks amazing. So, uh, <laughs> oh, just on Tenet. Um, I, I, yeah. I went to IMAX. I got the prologue, not just the trailer. There's like a Ooh. five or six minute prologue full yeah. scene. The full, the, holy the, shit, that looks incredible. Yeah, the full trailer was good. Uh, this this, the last this prologue time... was better than that trailer. Yeah. I know, I'm well, just saying the trailer was good. I, I want to make you excited. <laughs> yeah, I'm not excited. I'm just annoyed that you saw something I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so, the thing I'll just say about Tenet, real quick, a little, little sidetrack is. Uh, I've seen that trailer twice now, and the last time I was this confused about a trailer was Inception, and I love Inception. Uh, even so, if, if it, yeah, if it makes you feel any better, that six-minute prologue, I, I, I was like, I still don't know what the hell this movie yeah. is. Even, even yeah, even the teaser trailer, all it was was uh, your dude from Black Klansman. Uh, yeah, that did. Yeah. Uh, him walking and looking at this bullet hole in the glass, and then just walking yep. kind of weirdly to another one. Even just that on its own just felt so weird. I'm like, I'm yeah. in. I'm in. What's going on? I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, it's... <laughs> It's Nolan not doing boring Dunkirk, so I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there was even I don't know I don't know if this was based on it, but there was speculation online that it might even end up set in the same world as Inception, which would be kind of crazy if it did. Let's, uh, let's do it. Let's know. do it. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Come on. Um, anyway, uh, so back to Star Wars. Back to Star Wars. Oh, unfortunately, the music. We mentioned John Williams yeah. earlier. The man is still a master. I actually I, have some critiques about the music. So I needed more race theme. I didn't feel like I got enough because I love that. Well, theme. no, here's here's my, my critique. Theme. It's not so much that the music itself is bad. Obviously, John Williams is a very good composer. I felt it was overdoing the themes for a lot of things. I, every single time we saw that Darth Darth Vader, that Darth Vader, Darth Vader mask, right? Every single time we saw it, we had to have the you know the the Imperial you know, March. the Imperial March theme. Every single time, it it was all. It started to make me laugh. Like the third time we saw it and it was and it played, I was like. 
Let's come on. Like a soundboard? Yeah. Okay, shall, shall I give that? But in general, all the themes that, you know, that are there, there are, there are all these extensions and variations. Oh, sure. The, the, the actual, like, like, the, the composition's fine. I almost just feel like sometimes you'll, you'll make me appreciate the music more if you actually stop having it for like more than five seconds at some point. You know, it was just uh, constant. I, my my favorite piece is the the uh, extension that's come from the Force Awakens of the it, I think it was the the March of the Resistance in that one, uh, and it's it's evolved and it's oh it's so yeah. good. I I will say you can't you can't give me a sunset and the Force theme and not bring me to tears. Like it oh, just I know. it's one of these things that he's got me every single time. No one so, else in that scene has to do anything. The camera no, can just not do a thing. Yeah. You just you sunset you're just the, the, the binary sunset yep. there and you're just like, I'm, I'm gone. Well, and it doesn't even have to be. like You could just show me somebody with that with a sunset going on in real life and it's going to get me. Like It's just <laughs> it's it, it's such a raw emotional level. Um, but you know, I, I wanted more of Ray's theme. I don't feel like I got enough of it because I do. But that's just because I like hearing it. All the flutes. That's and a great theme, yeah. It, yeah, it's real bouncy and it's fun and, um, but yeah, um, no, just I. You guys are the score guys, so I don't. Mm. I never have too much to add. I. Yeah. yeah. I think we're a bit ready to go to spoilers and start talking about things. Yeah, I, let's hyperspace skip. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're only nearly an hour in. Yeah, it's not that close to an hour. It's, yeah. We're close to 50 minutes in an hour. I think so that. I, I, honestly, I, I can't actually see the time as, on, uh, on where I have to transition, so I'm ballparking. It felt like an hour-ish. Well, as James Cameron would call that, that's a rounding error. <laughs> I feel like Pete hasn't read this new story yet. I know, I read no, it. I read it. I just don't like talking about James Cameron to people, because you know what? I'll back him every time. I don't care. <laughs> I'll back him every petty. time. You you cannot say that didn't feel petty. <laughs> well, he's the pettiest man alive, Connor. We know this. It's just we shouldn't be surprised anymore. We should be more disappointed in ourselves. I just don't understand why it's news though. I get it. He's a bit of an old old asshole okay. who always says stupid things. But for some oh, okay. reason, every time he opens his mouth, there's a news story about it, and everyone has to talk about you, it. Right, you say you'll back him every time. Do you believe he's right when he says, "You know, Avatar Two is going to take back you know the the sub crown easily"? No, know? he's like, yeah, no, no. no. I don't believe that, no. But nothing would bring a smell in my face more <laughs> than if it turned out to be true. I would oh. relish an Avatar 2 taking the top crowd. Just for the sheer humour of the fact that he came back and did it a third time. In a row! In, in, in that regard, it would be funny. But it's just not going to it happen. It would be gleeful. Gleeful. Never never, never doubt Jimbo. Never never doubt Uncle Jimbo. Alright? Never doubt him. Oh, I'm doubting Never do Uncle Jimbo. Uh, let's be drunk, real. drunk Uncle Jimbo needs to go away for Christmas. No, nah, nah, he needs to keep working on his movies so we can get get, get Avatar 2. I, I want my underwater I want Avatar. I want him to get these Never stupid happened. Avatar... No, I want these stupid Avatar movies to come out so I can get True Lies 2. Right? <laughs> he brought up True Lies 2. I want it bad. Just I like how you think he's going to be alive long enough to do that. Well, we already know he's downloaded his consciousness into that machine from Black Mirror, so we'll get James Cameron 2.0. Yeah, that's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, all right, all right. So just before we go into spoilers then for, for The Rise of Skywalker, I keep forgetting the name of this one. I don't think Rise of Skywalker is that memorable a title, to be honest. It doesn't roll off the tongue. It doesn't. Um, it, it doesn't, but I, I like how it has the, the R there, like the other. Uh, do you know, you know, I think the, the reason why it doesn't roll off the tongue as much is that it's it's you know it's four words as opposed to three for the previous two movies. Mm. Well, just make it, yeah. 
Just make it Rise of Skywalker instead of, you know, or The Rise. Because I don't know what the actual title is, right? This, is it the Return Re- of the Jedi or The Return of the Jedi? That's just Return of the Jedi, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it should have been Star Wars Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, it actually sounds that, way better. That would have been way better. It yeah. sounds better. Yeah, yeah. that is actually... I can't believe we, we're petty enough well, now to be complaining about the title. I know, but... Well, we here's the thing. That's what I thought it was. So, yeah. no, that's just what I called it. Yeah, uh, so anyway, so before we get to the spoilers, let me just take this time to thank our Patreon producers, uh, David Short, Alison M. Fordyce, uh, Cindy Palacios, and Tyler Hess. They're our Patreon producers for the month of December. That means they're patrons at $20 or up. Uh, you can be a patron yourself. Don't have to go that high, of course. Every dollar counts. You can support us for as little as $1 per month and get bonuses for your troubles. You get outtakes and tangents and bonus episodes, uh, both streams after midnight and the Atomic Cinema Experiment, and you get other stuff at the higher tiers. So go and have a look and see if you're interested and keep all the content coming. But we will move on to spoilers for uh, Rise of the Skywalker. Right. I feel like he was going to say Rise of the Tomb Raider then. No, Rise of the, I was going to say Rise of the Jedi. <laughs> and I was like, no, it's not Rise of the Jedi. <laughs> right. So, uh, what, do are we just go through in order? or Do we want to jump around? Cherry um, I, I want to pick a topic and just, I mean, we'll probably just sort of, we'll, we'll do a few topics. Oh. Which topic would you like to start with? We'll do a few topics yeah. and then we'll go back and sort of fill in whatever we feel we've, we've missed with what we talk about. Uh, so, you want to uh, start big. So yes, the, the thing I the thing I liked about Last Jedi, right? The thing I liked about Last Jedi was the idea that hey Ray, your parents yeah. are no one. You're not important. You're not a chosen one. You're not part of a lineage because it would be get ridiculous if every character is related to someone from the past movies. So there's a moment in this movie when Rey is fighting Kylo, who, by the way, was the one that told her that in the first place, might I add, right? But he also had that info. Uh, sure, no, sure. No, I mean, not entirely. But here, here's the thing. So get, get to it, Pete. And then okay, you can... yes. So he just whips out the line... Uh, well, I don't remember what the exact line was, but it was basically... Uh, he's, he tells her that Palpatine is her grandfather. She is yeah. a Palpatine. He, he says, oh, yeah, your, your parents were nobodies because they chose to be. Yeah. Unless so, that's, that's not how it works. Here's, no, no, no. Here's the thing, though, that this is the having the cake and eat it, too, that I, I was talking about because it's still true that Rey, while being a nobody has put herself in this position and taking control of her destiny. However, making her a Palpatine, who is the next, you know, strongest forced user bloodline, right, to the Skywalker, undercuts that. So, like, while, yes, it still works because it doesn't change what she thought she was, right? She steals a scrapper from Jakku that wanted more for herself. And, you know... But she's a Palpatine, and ultimately that's I, unfulfilling. I think it was, it was just last week Matt was tweeting. I think it was you yeah. tweeting something along the lines of "You were okay if she was a Kenobi," or maybe it was. It, it, it was well, that, that's been my stance from the beginning: was she was a Kenobi. It was, and so and I kind of jumped in saying, a, "I really yeah. hope she's just no one." I really like that idea in right. Jedi that no, no, just it's fine to be no one. And if she's right, and if she's not a Kenobi, my next choice, right, have her be no one. And then that's great, and that goes forward with what Ryan Johnson that, wanted, where the force is for everybody. I will but say, now when you make her. Go ahead. I will say this right now: her being the descendant of any character from the previous movies, after we already have Ben, uh, we have have Kylo, um, 
Her being the descendant of anyone was going to feel super fan service, or not even sorry, not fan service, fan fiction is the, the phrase I'm uh, trying to say. Fan wankery, I believe. Fan wankery, I'll go one step further, yes. And I hate it. I hate not everyone. Like if you make everyone part of a lineage um, and everyone be a chosen one, then it has no meaning, right? It has um, absolutely no meaning. Do you know? What I will say is if if not this reveal, I don't think I'd ever really like this particular reveal. I mean, who knows? We'll never know. I think there are lineage reveals that you could have done in the last movie that I would have been okay with. If okay, the first movie sets up this mystery of who is she, and then the second movie went, oh, she's this person, I could have got on board with that. I think the problem here is we set up the mystery, we solved the mystery, and then we threw the mystery away in in this one, and it was just like, ah, screw all of that. I, I have another mystery, and I'm going to tell you from the first chance I can. <laughs> then watching it the second time, I'm like, oh, they basically tell you this in the first scene. Yeah. Um, you know, like, this was the moment, because I wasn't really enjoying it, because the pacing, and it felt rushed. You know, it was all these, like, sort of, sort of filmmaking problems were really in the way of the movie up until this point. This was about halfway through. When this line dropped, the reveal that she was Palpatine's granddaughter... That was the moment where I almost started laughing because okay, now I think this is laughably bad. And I, I, every- honestly, I, I, I get it. My heart sank when, when, yeah. when they yeah, said because you know, there's a moment where he's building up to it. I was like, oh please, because I didn't want anything at this point. I said I wanted it to be nobody. I was like, please don't say anything. Please don't say anything. And and then he does. I just went, oh, oh no. <laughs> what, what if he would have said that they were brother and sister, and we just do that again? I, I, I don't like. I don't like that either. I don't want any sort of reveal. Is that worse? After- I know, but is that worse than Palpatine? Because to me, Palpatine is the worst case scenario. No, Joe, you know I would say that is slightly worse because it is exactly what we did before. I, I think. Do you know yeah, what but... it is? Palpatine never. I mean, not that I give much thought to because I don't really think about these things because I don't really care about Star Wars that much. But like, Pal- Palpatine never occurred to me because until they teased him coming back, I, I, there was never a, a a question that he no, was going to pop it's up again. Not. And B, I never felt like even once I knew he was popping up, I never like. I don't know. There's something just so uninspired about it that it never even entered my mind they might actually be born enough to do it. Do, do you know what? I have a... I have a, a you, you can tune out for a second. Matt. Um, yeah, um, go ahead. So, Palpatine created Anakin. That's all but confirmed. This is... Okay. So, did, we say that, this but a, we don't a, know. Yeah, okay. But let's yeah. let's go with the, the hypothesis that he did. And, you know, he... he yeah. He, he, I, he I explained this before. to Ashley last night on the way home. So, yes. Right. So Let's go ahead. So he messed with the Force and you know and, and created life. It was it's the whole Darth Plagueis scene from from Revenge of the Sith. So did he did he do that again with someone else? And that's what this this granddaughter is not biological, and it's more just a no. Oh, no because no, no. from what I get from what I get to it, Palpatine bangs. That's Palpatine, what I got. Sheev has fun, does he? <laughs> Yeah, she. Right, okay. So I'm gonna not go so crass, but yes, she f's. This is what we've we're, right. we're getting. This is what I was I was wondering because if if it's if it's that route, then I mean it's it's weird. I, we'd never seen him with a single woman. It's weird, but sure, whatever. I can buy it. Yeah. He's the emperor. He can do whatever yeah. the hell he wants. Um, because what? if this is the case, if he created Anakin, right? Anakin knocks out Padme. They have the the twins. The, the one of the twins has. Ben, yeah. Why not just go after Ben? Be- right. And then this is why Ida solves this. If it was the same way, no, he wants the actual bloodline. He wants the actual okay, Palpatine fine. genetic package. Yeah. Because otherwise, I'm, I'm thinking, 
I mean, does that technically and make Anakin a Palpatine as well in that regard? Well, that's, but that's, yeah. So the, the, from what I understand, I have to, I, I have these all. I need to read them. Uh, I guess the soul Darth Vader yes. hints at this, right? So, yeah. Um, and, and whatnot. But, but yeah, so that, that's why I, it can't be like, that's why he wasn't choosing Kylo. And here's the other thing uh, Palpatine goes full on Ra's al Ghul, which part of me, appreciates because this is why damien was was uh <laughs> created by morrison right was to, yeah. to have that that you know you're you're the you're gonna take over for me yeah yeah i'm gonna inhabit your body yeah you're the whatnot. vessel so, anyway right. so so here's the thing everything with palpatine in this movie is garbage and that includes the, the first because this is the thing there's a there's a moment at the start there's like a slow motion scene of uh kylo like tearing through people to get to his MacGuffin, right yeah. and it's the sort of thing where this could have been in the opening crawl because nothing really happened. It was just him, you know, sabering random people, yeah, and that was I mean, it. It was fun it, enough it to watch. It looks cool as shit. Right? Yeah, yeah. Like, I he, like but he, so he, he has a hell of a year in I, I just want to say, Pete, you're always like, show us, don't tell us. They show it us. Tell us, don't show us. Oh, sure, sure. I, I, I'm not saying that I want everything that's action-packed to go in the opening. I'm saying that this was the very first thing, and there was so little to it, that, and you otherwise had in the crawl palpatine's come back and then never talk about it the whole movie like no that is weird and and i kind of love and hate palpatine's response to to, to, and for the record record, i just want to say i just want to say for the record I'm not saying I want the opening crawl to say he tears through people with a lightsaber. I'm simply saying they can just say he's tracked down uh, the device that will lead them to you know the emperor. You know, you know, he's yeah. Okay, again, tune out real quick, Pete, because we're going into some Star Wars lore. Oh god. Okay. Okay. Sith planet. That's where we're going, right? Right. It's it's more bad, right? Like this is what we saw on Clone Wars. Yes, uh, more is that what they call it now? I, I'm still in my head. Morban, Morban. It's yeah. yeah, but they flipped it. Um, yeah. For some reason, I thought it was Malachor, but that was a Rebels thing. And that's I, re- I, yeah, that's that's the other one. Them. Um, so, so here's the thing: that was the homeworld of the the ancient Sith of uh, Darth Bane's era, right? Because we see okay. Darth Bane in Clone Wars, which right, cool right, right. for it. Bane. So this is, which, this is yeah, not that Bane, other Bane. This yeah. is Exegol, which I think is even older. Because there's a statue okay. in the back that looks like Darth Nihilus from the uh, Knights of the Republic okay. 2 game. Uh, okay. Could be wrong on that. Sorry, though. I brought this up. Um, um, so I'm, I'm assuming this is more, again, we're going into some deep lore here. This is yeah. the Sith as a species and not a religion at this point, whereas uh, Moraband is more which, when they're a religion. Which I will always prefer the Force and, the, and all that stuff to be a philosophy than a biology. Well, that's it. The, the Sith... <clears throat> Were, mm. So there is a Sith race, who right? not all were Sith uh, ideologically, and Dark not all thoughts. Yeah, right. They were just another race, like you okay. Know, so or whatever, take your uh, pick. Right. So those people then, those were those people in the arena, or were so. those all no, or were those all Dark Force? I hate so this I, shit. I, I wasn't even sure those people were real, to be quite honest. I you. didn't either. And then in watching this one, when it starts to go bad for the Emperor, they all start getting torn apart by rocks and stuff. So yeah, they, all start, like, they all start screaming and shit and freaking out as if, oh no, we're yeah. all dying. Like, and, I, this is, and this is my main problem with the Emperor too, is Darth Bane looked cool as hell on Clone Wars when Yoda went to go consult. And 
from what that taught us is that the, the dark side, you can be a force ghost, but you haunt a place. You're tied to a place, right? You're tethered, yeah. Right. But instead, we decided to Frankenstein Palpatine for the last, what, 40 years? Has I'm... I'm not even certain if he died. Like, did he die and then was resurrected, or did he just not? Because obviously, technically, we never saw him die. We saw him fall down the the the, the shaft, right. and, and who knows what happened after that. There's an implication that he died for sure, obviously. Right, um, he explodes, Connor. He does. <laughs> right. Using the force as your ally, let, you let, merely yeah, adopted yeah. it. I was born in it, molded yep. by it. We the see dark side will dominate the light. The shadows betray you because they belong to me. Shut up, Pete. <laughs> we see an explosion. <laughs> we see an explosion. We do not see Palpatine explode. So this is know, some bullshit fan no, head no, canning no, right now. No, hang on. Bear with, me. Bear with me for thirty seconds. This okay. is my question: What are is it supposed to be? He didn't actually die. Okay, so he was lightning as he went down. He set off an oh. explosion above him. Who knows, right? And and he was found. Operation Cinder from the, the Wait, comments, which... whatever. Um, sure. Car, I can sum you. I can give you a response that sums up the answer you need for this, right? You're looking for an answer to this simple question. This is not the movie you're looking for. <laughs> but no. But here's the thing. There is precedent, though, for dark side users to keep themselves alive. Like like with Maul, right? Throughout throughout Rebels, Clone Wars, <laughs> which is why I'm wondering. Was, but he he says, "Oh, I've died before." Is he just yeah. being sheave? Is he just being dramatic? Oh, because and then, and that here's the positive on him. We get to see In McDermott go from annoying me because he's so over the top to being like, "Yes, give give me more of this over the top <laughs> ultimate." Power. Nah, he was terrible the entire time. I hated uh, every they, single I, thing, and I hate I hate I, 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 taste. like I, I hate him being power. there because he just makes me think of the prequels for the most part. I know he, I know obviously the Emperor was in the originals, but like there's so much more Palpatine in the prequels. Like he's he's all oh, over the place. You know what? I, I said on Twitter, I'm going to stake my reputation here. Oh my. I like more of Revenge of the Sith than I dislike when I watched it this time. I, yeah. This, oh, Matt, you make, make. Uh, I, I, I like stuff in that movie. There's, there's some terrible stuff in that movie, but I like a lot of stuff in that movie more than I remembered. You know, and yeah, this is not to yeah. and pet me like all of that is just throw it in the fire. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, anyway, right. So this, so I hate, I hate the design of this place. I hate like you know Kylo comes in here the, and the design. You hate the design. I hate the design. I hate the set. I like like for some reason like. From it's the a movies, dark temple. I love it. From With all the... the giant statues, <laughs> no, yeah. from from the movies, the Sith still feel like human beings, and this didn't feel like a human being's lair. This felt like, like right. and I think some goofy good. villain from like a I don't know. Like this this felt like a bad villain from like a really shitty comic book no, movie. Do you know what this is? Oh. This is Star Wars leaning more into the fantasy than it ever has. Yeah, yeah. This is that's what I was gonna say. This is not a science fiction movie. One because. It, this is a well. The Knights of Ren are. are uh, don't get me started on them. Oh, but, I'll be talking about the Knights of Ren. Don't you worry. <laughs> you, you mean Kylo's do nothing Dungeons and Dragons crew? Because that's oh, what we'll, they are. We'll talk about them. Yeah. We'll talk about um, the fact that they've been teased for ages now, and they get like a little bit of an introduction, and then have nothing to do, and then yeah. Kylo takes them all out on his own with, with very. He, he literally shrugs. He shrugs yeah. as he's fighting. Like, oh, well, okay, I'll just take you all out. I. Just, I, I I can't wait to read uh, the, the comic. The I, think it, I think it's Saul that's doing that. Do you know what? You know, the problems I have with this movie, and 
obviously we, we've gone through there there are many i am hoping they are redeemed in some form of extended media i know that doesn't help and pete then, and pete doesn't care no, it, doesn't. it doesn't make the movie itself any well, better but you... it will make our experience in the long yes. run better hey yeah, yeah, yeah. the knights of ren are like a group version of boba fett's that are even worse than boba fett <laughs> and see and normally i'd be mad at pete for this but now i have the mando and it's like fine yeah boba fett's garbage like <laughs> <laughs> i got the mando like in, in flipping Cara doom like while we're on the topic of the mando uh babu frick is the next baby yoda yeah that's already. Someone said that they'll uh, kick Baby Yoda in the face if they can get Babu Frick. So I saw that Babu on my Twitter. Frick is fantastic. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't feeling the Babu Frick, but that's fine. Uh, I loved him more this time, knowing the public outcry about Babu Frick. There's a public outcry. Not a public outcry, like a public outpouring of love oh, okay, for Babu that's Frick. Completely different. Yeah. Because the first person was is a boy in our group that we've all known forever. He was the first person I saw on the Babu Frick because I just saw that name as I'm scrolling and like I'm seeing you know, spoiler stuff. And I'm just trying to get past it, but I see him going, I'm all about Babu Frick. I'm like, what's this Babu Frick? <laughs> <laughs> and so, but no, um, the emperor in, in his stupid arm thing that he's stuck on. Oh, I hear that. It, oh, it's, uh, no, I can tell you what the arm thing is. Uh, it's the Assassin's Creed movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the thing that Fassbender's right. in. Okay, 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 right. okay. So I want to talk about some lazy, obviously I think the Palpatine, Yep. at all being here feels really lazy right yep. i want to have more some more lazy choices related to palpatine the final uh, order the fa- yeah. the final I order I, this is never... terrible and cheesy i kind of love it the yeah, idea he's... of the first order was the beginning and the final order. i kind of love it right. so, but not just no. not just the final order right the fact that the entire plan in this movie right is okay we don't have a death star we just have a bunch of star destroyers that all have the, the death star beam right that's like literally this is just like 12 year old escalation where let's just make it bigger than last time where we have like essentially you know 50,000 death stars we got a fleet things of of why i'm okay with this one we set up the miniaturized death star tech in the last movie right they're they're blasted i'm not connor i'm not that's not the point yeah i'm not not fucking logic to this planet and there seems to be a hundred thousand star destroyers this is like they finally learned don't centralize your thing into one thing that people can just destroy but they did. I don't care though, because the point I'm making is that from a movie storytelling standpoint, the structure is just doing the same third act again. They've got these yes. death weapons, we have to go in and stop them before they can use the death weapons. And then on top of that, the entire conceit for which they can even do their plan revolves around the fact that these ships can't fly out without a, this navigational help. I'm like, just go up! Just go up and leave the atmosphere! No, no, no. Pete, you gotta watch Solo to see how they do the Kessel Run because that's what's tied there. The whole reason they need the um, the the Wayfinder is is because that planet's gravity's completely wonky. Yeah, like, and if you try and jump, you'll just hit into asteroids, stuff. all sorts of shit that'll yeah. just rip through you. Right. Look, so it, it's look. like it's like Nightcrawler. He has to know where he's teleporting to. It's the same kind sure. of thing. Or well, so you might end up in a wall. And maybe, maybe, like, maybe that can be established enough where I'm not. It doesn't feel like just a cheap plot point to give us a a reason why they have a chance, right? But in the movie, on its own terms, it just feels like a random thing that's thrown out there just so that we can have the plan I mean, as it if, is. If you've seen the other movies, that feels really fair. They said that that is not a complaint I have. Here. No, and that's not. But what is a complaint for me is so the first orders had. This is my so I, I read Tynan's newsletter this week. <clears throat> And he goes full Star Wars. Um, he has a great and, yeah. And and this is something that I I'm so glad he articulated because it's something Sorry, that can, I, felt- can I just take a second. I've got Matt reading the newsletters. 
Yeah, well, yeah. I get Aaron's, I get Brubaker's, and I get Tynan's. Hell so, yeah. Yeah, so anyways, um, he talks about how completely erratic the organization of the Resistance, the New Republic, and the First Order are. And now you're adding the Final Order, which is just you're there, you're adding red to the uniforms from what it looks like. So were these all people just lying on, on Exegol? Whatever I, Exegol, said? yeah. Um, this is something, where, again, I'm not defending this. This is uh, yeah. outside material is... Um, this is going back, you know, years of outside material at this point, going back to the the, the Aftermath trilogy, oh. hell, the, the Battlefront 2 game story, like all sorts of media to do with Star Wars. That is, is canon, has okay. all established that um, Palpatine died and he sent these messengers, uh, you know, the red right. float things, and they had his face, and he said Operation Cinder, and also at the same time told a bunch of people to run into the unknown regions and regroup. And, and, uh, so right. we had Admiral Slay go there. And, and I... And I and I get that, and that that's fine, right? I can understand that. That's how I mean. You look at the the, the Civil War history in the United States, and that's why the Confederacy folded because they didn't do that, right? Like, yeah. all right, I, I understand that. But the sheer amount of numbers, right? And you have Planet Star Killer and all this other stuff. I just. It doesn't seem like one hand knows what the other hand's doing a lot. I uh, I would have to because. The implication is certainly that Palpatine was always behind Snoke. Yes? Yes, and that's the implication there, and I don't like that, because I, I always like the oh, fact that more, Snoke... More specifically, not only is he behind Snoke, he's literally building more Snokes. There's, like, Snoke yeah, parts just yeah, sitting yeah. around as if he... And I know how to take out a Snoke, okay? You just cut him in half. Right, here's, everything else. here's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know if I buy that when Snoke was introduced, this was the plan for what Snoke no, was. I, I will um, see... I don't think so, but James has been onto this. Our friend has always said that Snoke was Palpatine. To be and, fair, there is if you look at it through that lens, there is a lot of dialogue that you yeah. go, "That sounds like she." Well, and then too, if you and this is comics, so Pete's not going to care. But in the Tom Tom Taylor, um, it was the the Snoke one shot, and it's very Snoke. Palpatine esque dialogue. It absolutely is to to so, to a fault um, where you go, if this the, wasn't in someone's mind right. this is weird right so but i still don't like that because i like the idea of the dark side not needing the sith and this only re re-establishes that it's always the sith like you know what yeah, I mean? ba basically the, the first order was palpatine the whole time the final right. order is not something different to the first order it's just a, a rebrand essentially it, yeah, but, so it's the next phase of his plan it's just the, the next but, part of I, it but see, I get that, but I don't like it. I feel like it's it all it's it all lazy. feels so disconnected. Like I, I just like I don't necessarily feel the thrill line of like what the first order are doing no. in three movies. And, you know, right? And that's and then well, we'll talk about Hux because I actually do. That's one of my favorite moments. Hux, Hux has a good him. moment. Um, because uh, Pete, think think about this. If we're watching AEW mm -hmm. and and MJF has a moment like that <laughs> where he has a turn, it's but it's not yeah, what yeah. you think. Where he's just like, well, I'm not on your side. I just don't want Cody to win, right? Like, yeah, that feels right. And I was like, I need to see this in wrestling now. No, I mean, so start. You know what I mean? Like, um, that moment made but, sense, and I got, I got kind of interested. Like, okay, it's kind of a shame how little he's maybe had over the course yeah. of the trilogy, and then unfortunately he gets killed. Like, you know, like a couple of scenes later. And don't get me wrong, I appreciate the amusement of the scene where immediately Richard Grant's just like, no, that's a spy. We found the spy. It's him. Like, I, you know what? I appreciate the that. Big, but... the, the single biggest crime of this movie 
is that that, that, that Richard Grant's character is a uh, pride. I think his name is uh-huh. the single biggest crime. Why the hell was that not Veers? Yeah, who's Veers? Who's <laughs> Veers? Uh, Veers is the uh, he's one of the uh, the the ATST drivers uh, okay. drivers on uh, on Hoth. But it's it's a running gag oh. in the community of okay okay. V- where's yeah, Veers? That's where you lost me, nerd. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's just but, a gag. Right. Okay, so gotcha. we'll get to the climax stuff uh, specifically. Obviously, we'll talk about Rey and Kylo and the okay. actual fight with yeah. the Emperor, but. Here's a, so I want to go back for a minute to what I was saying earlier about it, just doing nostalgia stuff. And obviously, there's a lot of things in here. They intentionally, at one point, Lando says, you know, I've got a bad feeling about this. And like, not that you can't put that in and not have it feel weird, but I, I, I felt the box being ticked, as you said. You know, like, I yeah, felt that I, moment. I, I agree there, but I feel also I, I needed Billy D to say it by the it's, end. That one, he, had, he didn't get it. No, I agree. That one is a box, yeah. but it's a box in every movie. Oh, also, one, which intentionally yeah. kind of cut it off. Right. Uh, that I'm okay with that particular box. Again, I, I don't know how true this is. I don't know how true this is, but given everything else, I believe it. <laughs> um, apparently, the new character they meet on the planet, uh, the woman with the, you know, that ends up helping them. Yeah. Carrie Russell? No, 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 no. Oh. The planet after that. Black woman. Oh, Jana. Yeah, Jana. Yeah. yeah, that new character. Yeah, yeah. Um, on, on, on Endor. Yeah, apparently yeah. the plan was for her to be uh, Lando's long lost daughter or something like that, and yeah. to the point where they even shot it um, and just cut out the, the sort of parts of it. And I'm glad they didn't. And do, do you know what's funny about it though is that because that's not there, the scene at the end with them where he's kind of like, "Oh, here, let's go find out where you're from," almost comes across as a little bit creepy. I think it almost feels like he's he's chatting up this like woman who's like a third of his age. Hey there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be Lando. fair, that is the most Lando thing ever. It is. Like, but it's kind of creepy that it was shot in the context. So this might be his daughter, well, and then they just recut it, and it's now it looks no, like he's flirting with it. When when I, I watched that, I didn't find it creepy because I thought that was clearly the implication. Yeah, yeah. Which, I'm glad, which, that's what I mean. I'm glad they didn't because I'm glad that they leave it up. Yeah. For but again, it's like okay, we introduced this new character who's barely had like three lines, and all of a sudden she's also the descendant of someone else from the old movies. Yeah, like we're doing it again. And that's why I'm glad that they yeah. they didn't yeah. uh, come out and say so, it. But I did like her story of they mutinied. And whatever, and and it's starting to introduce that whole concept of of uh, force awareness, that, hey. not necessarily force users. Yeah, th- th- you know? honestly, this entire idea of like Finn finding a band of other people who have like rebelled against you know being in the Empire, yeah. like that could have been like a plot for a whole movie. That that's an interesting idea that they could have that explored been, for a whole. That should have been his story in the last one. Yeah, that could have been but a like whole a thing. Stupid flipping canto bite. Oh, God damn it! Yeah. Do you, do you know what? Do you know what pisses me off about this? Uh, you know, in, in terms of digs at Last Jedi, and, and this one is less egregious than some of the others, yeah. but why the hell were they not Fabi as they were riding at the end? Yeah. What? what <laughs> didn't freed that, like, like, that herd? Well, let's yeah, let's, herd. Use another, let, let's use another space horse. Yeah. yeah. Go get the Fabias. I, I don't um, know. Anyway, so uh, here's the thing. Uh, can I complain about Zuri Bliss real quick? Huh? Go on. What? Carrie uh, uh, Russell. Okay, right. Yes. You're going to cast Gary Russell and hide her face from me? How dare you, JJ? <laughs> I'll be honest, I didn't know that was who that was until after I saw yeah, the movie. I, I, I applaud them for not feeling they need to have a face. As much as, you know, you'd like that because it's Carrie Russell. I get that. Yeah, yeah. She, um, she she seemed pretty likable, though. I think, like again, yeah, she could have used, used more. She could have used more time. But I think out of the new characters in this movie, she maybe gave the, the most of an impression of who she was. And I kind of liked her yeah. a bit more. She had a good uh, stuff with Poe. And, and actually, it. Uh, it was around that area that had probably my f- personal favorite like laugh yeah. of the of the movie was uh th- the others learning that poe used to be a spice runner 
and and they're like really judgmental and he's like you were a stormtrooper you were a scrapper we can do this all day yeah uh, I'll, I, I'll be so like space I, runner just makes me think of dune uh that's well that was on purpose yeah it was on purpose thing. okay yeah it, so right. wait, wait, on, in dune is spice a drug yeah yeah okay so here's my thing with that and this is only because i've read Post yeah i know where you go with this <laughs> he was born into the resistance into the rebellion his his dad was a shock trooper that served under han on indoor and his mom was a pilot no uh, his, his, i've got you know because i think you can still plausibly have that he had some some teenage rebellion he had to get out of his system okay but do we have to copy han solo i mean no we don't he could have been oh. like our man with his den with, with this group of thieves yeah but to make him a spice runner like and i get it there that's you know for a star wars fan that's shorthand for oh i did some illegal stuff which i did think they seeded out a little bit you know uh uh not a little bit better but to be they fair seeded that out has always had that kind of smug aura of, yeah, yeah like he, mm. he, he could have done some shit and you yeah. won't question it no so, but like i just he's he's leia's most trusted confidant and i just feel like you know so here's 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 the thing right and i i saw someone how many times have you said that i know there's a lot of things in this movie but i saw someone point something out online and like it kind of like really resonated with me in terms of like just how uninspired this trilogy as a whole is and how uh, this last entry in particular feels really just fan uh you know fictiony right so i'm going to describe where we were at the end of return of the jedi and tell me if it sounds familiar <laughs> to to this movie right so the force and the jedi aren't really a well-known thing anymore it's believed to be kind of dead but there's one person left yeah. who's a jedi who may be able to teach new people who may continue tradition uh, the empire is essentially defeated um the mm -hmm. set of defeat um you know we we have a peacetime starting you know like uh -huh. like you know it was this list of things and i'm like yeah like the status quo at the end of this movie is the exact same as the status quo at the end of return of the jedi it feels like you know 30 years have went but past and there's, there's um generational it is and and I, I don't like that either that much there's a moment that's like I poetry it rhymes <laughs> there's actually a moment on this that i particularly hate and it's um, it, we'll get more into the details later. But when all the uh, Ray's hearing all the the Jedi voices, mm. yeah. um, we hear Anakin say, "I brought balance to the Force." No, you bloody didn't, mate. <laughs> no. Luke really did. not. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> well, from a certain <throat> point of view, Connor. <laughs> Piss off. I just, I just like. It just—it feels like it ended, just leaving it in the exact same place. It was almost like none of this trilogy really mattered. We're just back to the same place again. It's different characters, of course, than than the Return of the Jedi. We're back to the same place, kind of thing. Um, and I think we have to talk about the fact that so basically, once Rey finds out that she's actually from a Sith bloodline, she's from Palpatine, and all the rest of it, she goes back to uh, Porg Island uh, to to basically just do it. Octo, it's on my name badge. Yeah. Well, she right. goes back. She goes back there to basically just live there. It looked dead because she's like, no, no, I can't be involved with Earth, and I might end up destroying the worlds. Which, you know what though? That's actually pretty responsible, right? Uh, um, so, so that that little shot in the trailer of like, everyone freaking out because she had a double red lightsaber, like, yeah, yeah. that was a quick well, twenty-second yeah. vision. <laughs> yeah, but see, I, I, so that whole we're skipping over the Death Star sequence, which I love. I love that part where she's her yeah. putting her scavenging skills to use and whatnot, and. 
and whatnot. Then we get that vision, well, and then Kylo fight. Joe, Joe, Joe was good about that, cool. Matt. I heard getting into that that Death Star uh, wreckage. I mean, I could mm-hmm. moan about them using the Death Star stuff again, but like, yeah. th- th- is is that that was the one thing in the movie that stuck out to me? Is they're not referencing the original trilogy; they're referencing something they built on their own in this trilogy and calling right. back to her origins, and that actually felt far more satisfying than almost anything yeah. they referenced uh, yeah. than anything from the it original does. trilogy. And so. And so, you know, she gets that, that vision, and, and I did like that scene. That was, you know, that was another dark side cave. Yeah. Um, you know, because, but part... again, that's another point of of trying to ignore Last Jedi in that we had a dark, her dark side vision cave in right. that Which, movie. Mm-hmm. And, well, we, 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 hang on, that movie doesn't count. We need to do our own one now. So, well, no, but she, she was also microdosing then, and she doesn't remember it. So, so it's fine. She, she's burning stuff. She's going to throw the lightsaber in, and yeah. Force Ghost Luke shows up, which is not surprising. Yeah. I expected to see him at some point, right? Yeah, but, but I didn't expect him talking to Ray. Yeah, but I expected him to be going to, to Kylo. What baffled me about this? What oh, baffled me about this? Here we go. Is that he basically just contradicts everything he said in Last Jedi. I I hate this, and you know, <laughs> and and this is the bit where I said there are things I hate, not because of how they are in this movie, because on its own this is kind of fine, but in context of the previous movie, his line when he ca- you know he catches the lightsaber and goes, yeah, I think a weapon of the Jedi should be treated with more respect, and. What the whole thing in the last movie was? You were like, yeah, the Jedi don't matter. Hey, and, the, the, the hell, even the trailer. Yeah. The trailer for Last Jedi said the Jedi need to end. That was the end of the, the and, fixed and, big and, trailer. And here's the thing: in the end of that movie, he uh, he he came around to that the the yeah, ideals right. of the Jedi don't need to die. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The the actual order though structure. needs to and structure, yeah, needs to refresh. The and it needs to be new. End it. Yeah. yeah. Um. So Ray is is a Jedi in spirit, in ideology but not right. in, in formal teachings and not, mm-hmm. you know, him caring about this lightsaber, it, it feels like it is, it is basically going to, to all the people who hated Last Jedi going, yeah, sorry about that opening. That's what it felt mm. like. Um, yeah, that, that, that was really weird. And then he brings his old X-Wing uh, uh, Yeah, and that's another one that was just a, hey, look, we, we, I know you all wanted to see this in Last Jedi. Yeah, it, it just, it felt... I'm not going to lie, I popped. It, no, like, it's, so, it's so like, fan service though. It's, and again, it goes against everything he said, and it goes back against, again, you know, leave the leave the past in the past, even if you need to kill it, right? No, 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 this movie's like, no, no, we're going to bring the past back every single chance we can. How dare you guys use logic? <laughs> do, you know what, do you know what the worst part is? We still haven't got to my the 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 moment of fan wine career that annoyed me the most. Oh, we'll get and there. And it's, it's it's petty. The one that annoyed me the most. Um, it's really petty. I just, but... th- th- this scene I, again. So I hated the reveal. She's a Palpatine, and in this scene with Luke, and obviously Alan saw last year one, so I don't remember every single exact thing he but said. But even I... the gist of what he was saying here, I'm like, this is against everything he said in the last one. <laughs> well, is... not... I do like when he he's like, well, no, you're you're more than a bloodline. And so I, I I love the spirit of that conversation with her being like, no, you still that shows fun, all yeah. of this. Yeah, yeah and, so, and of course he digs out his old lightsaber that he's got buried there. No, no, no. Who gave her that it's, one? No, that's that's Leia's that's Leia's. lightsaber. Leia's lightsaber. Wait, but he that's gives it to her though, right? He do, he does give it. to Yes. Her. Okay, okay. But so it's not Luke's. Yeah. I can't tell them he, apart. I don't know what lightsabers whose. Okay. He Look, says it's not, Leia's. 
But he, yeah, he says it's like fair to be Pete. To, to be fair to Pete, though, it does look a lot like Luke's from from Jedi. It's, it's similar. I'll, yeah, it's, it's closer like, than the, you, the Anakin one. I'll give him yeah. that. I don't recognize like from the handles. I don't recognize what lightsabers what. Okay, I, I just remembered. I just thought it was his. I obviously clearly missed the line of dialogue. I thought it was his because he had it in a rock somewhere, right? <laughs> right. But so, and I like this well, too. That actually, it, oh, actually, that makes sense to me though, because I was expected to be green because I assumed it was the one that he had later right. on in the trilogy. Because yeah. she obviously, because obviously, Ray has the the blue one from earlier on the tril- trilogy. Right, yes. they're both blue this time. Which uh, just... Maz never never got around to telling us that story. Yeah. No, but Charles Soul is going to tell that story in a comic. But he is. is okay. That, that's, that's what I heard. Okay. Um, for some reason, he said Charles Soul there, and I, I, in my head, popped the image of Charles Dance. I don't know why, and I thought I, 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 I just, I had Charles Dance sitting with the book saying, "Let me he... tell you a story," and. Yeah. You know. Anyway, um. I mean, uh, Charles was a lawyer. Charles Dance plays lawyers, so I mean, uh, uh, yeah, whatever. So, um, it, so, but no, I like that that Leia did get some kind of training, but in order to focus on Ben and his training, she kind of put it aside and was like, "I, I don't need to do the Jedi thing." Yeah, I, I don't, I don't mind her I like finding out she was training afterwards. It makes it yeah. some sense for other things that we've seen in the trilogy. However, the CG faces in this little flashback were absolutely atrocious. I don't know. Luke's looked like Sebastian Stan, and I'm okay with that. <laughs> yeah. Leia, Leia looked rough. Leia looked worse here in this this scene than she did at the end of uh, Rogue One, Rogue I think. Yeah. No, I agree with that. Um, I don't know why, because... Do you know what? Uh, I don't think... Better. Like, she's not flawless in Rogue One. Um, but no. I think she's okay. Uh, no, she still I, looks rough, though. She still looks like she's not real, you know? Sure, but I think she's better than Tarkin in that movie. Yeah, um, sure. And I think... Um, she's acceptable is what i would say uh in that not amazing clearly not real but acceptable uh this here felt a lot worse and i think the the worst problem is is rogue one with the way they were building that you kind of did need to have it in some format have this here you could have just not showed her face you could have just you didn't even have to show us the flashback at all you could have just told us that she trained for a bit yeah, I like seeing her kick ass though. Like, I mean, it's lie. nice. Don't be wrong. She is. But... She. I. I. It's one of my go-to. Is she's the only character in the original trilogy to hit everybody she shoots at, right? So she's gonna take to lightsaber combat. Yeah. You know. So, but no, I like that. I like that she had her own. Um, and, and what that means. Yeah, um, and, and and Leia obviously just kind of like. Well, I mean, she, she has a whole thing where she reaches out to to. To Kylo and that kind of so, yeah. is supposed to be how she dies because she uses all I, her energy and, to do that. But and, and I get it. And the second viewing, I realized why they did the way in which they did it. Um, but it's so sloppy. Yeah, right? it, it like, feels it feels really forced. Um, I, I I like I like that 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 does snap Kylo back into being Ben though because uh, and yeah. and this is one of those I, honestly I think the Kylo stuff is one of the only stuff that feels consistent with Last Jedi um, because you know we had that moment where he couldn't fire on his mother and we have the stuff going back to Force Awakens where I mean depending on how you choose to read it he couldn't kill his father and Han had to you know kill himself essentially uh, to 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 save his son. And mm. this nah, he still killed Han, man. He still I, killed no, Han. No, I'm, yeah. I, I honestly yeah. don't think he did. The, the more I think about it, the oh, more here we go. Han, Han I, pressed the button himself to save his nah. son's soul. I will say this did feel like a bit of a flip of a switch to me. His his like face turn in the movie. No, because it's because it's seated there, and maybe it's not a, a face turn exactly. But in the crawl, it says that he's 
he's rising up against the emperor. He don't like the emperor coming in and, and stepping on his turf after he was supposed to be gone. Um, and that, that that whole thing where he's going right. The emperor wants Ray, so he's going to be like, no, we're going to team up and take this old dude out, and then then you'll join me in the dark side. So yeah, but that, that's not his plan. After he has his old force ghost talk with it, wasn't well, even a force ghost, but you know, like when he talks no, to Han in his head. Which, like, so I was not expecting that scene. All right, we all know how no, I feel about that Han me off guard. and and Harrison Ford. I I weeped. So the first time. I was speechless. Like I couldn't, I grabbed my wife's arm and, and whatnot. I watched it today and I just had open tears, uncontrollable uh, because of, as I just argued with Connor, I wanted, I wanted Kylo to be dismembered for what he did to Han and, and basically being the cause of the death for Luke. Right. And then the scene happens where he's remembering his dad. And then when he calls him dad in, Han goes, I know. Call that fan service or whatever, but that resonated. Like, if I was an ET, my heart light would be going. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I loved this whole thing. Yeah. And, and, and I know people saying that feels a bit quick. No, no, no. Like I said, his parents have been his weakness the entire trilogy. Yep. This has been something that's been set up the whole time is he is desperate to be evil, he is desperate to be yep. Darth Vader, but inside he knows he's not. And he's been trying to fight that. And this this moment where his parents are both finally dead and he, he, he just breaks him. And he's like, I, I can't pretend anymore. I can't pretend to be right, evil. It's anymore. not who I am. And, and then he comes back and apparently when you choose to be good, you forget how to talk. <laughs> I, 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 saw, I saw someone say Adam Driver clearly had too much integrity to say whatever stupid lines JJ had yeah. written for him, so they just made him silent. Maybe, uh, maybe. I, yeah. I mean, I, I did. There was an interesting fight earlier because they did because they, they established this. Obviously, in the last movie, they established this. They can can, can contact each other. Uh, Ray and Kylo, uh, and they established. I don't know if they even established in the last one or it was established in this one. No, but, they established it in the last one because they did the yeah. you know, like the the water, water droplets and stuff. As I was going to say, the physical element of it. They even let me see what i was talking about you just we, we, knew, we all knew uh yeah but it's difficult for the listeners so i'm making it clear what we're actually talking about um but uh they actually have a fight while they're having this sort of connection and it kind of keeps changing look and i thought it was kind of an inventive idea for a fight um and then the idea that um although i did think it was silly though that he kind of realizes where she is because the darth vader helmet falls at the end because i'm right. like wait a minute like like two scenes ago, Ray looked up at a, a, a star, a star, whatever the destroyer, star destroyer. A, and basically thousands of people on the ship goes, Chewie's on there. Uh, <laughs> um, I gotta fair, talk about the Chewie um, scene. Well, yeah, we'll get to that in a second. Uh, yeah. Just, just as a, a counterpoint to Pete, again in Last Jedi, the whole thing was she could tell where he was, but he couldn't tell where she was. Uh, okay, she, yeah, he only ever saw darkness around. Fair, him. I'd forgotten right. that. That's fair. Um, yep, yep, yep. What I will uh, will say, so that Chewie scene I thought was garbage, and I'm going to tell you why. Um, <laughs> okay, so you do that, and then I'll tell you why it, how it emotionally uh, drained me. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. Um, I thought so. So Ky- so that scene from the trailer where Ky- uh, the ship's coming towards range jumps over. That's Kylo right. in that ship. He gets out and the ship. Great still. They're going to have a bit yep. standoff. Um, the others are getting ready to go on this little ship and Finn says, hey, Chewie's on the ship. He's been arrested. He's on the, the ship. And we see this transport ship going up and Ray just, like Magneto, this is what it reminded me of. It reminded me of Magneto in like, X-Men First Class. She puts her hand up. She's like, no, I'm pulled out of that damn thing. And she's holding or, the ship. Or, or um, the, the Force Unleashed and you have to pull down a Star Destroyer. Yeah, that's but, such a cool moment. 
<laughs> uh, I, I only know that from watching. I only know that from watching the story mode stuff on YouTube. Yeah. So, um, uh, but she, she's holding on to it, and then Kylo starts to try to counterforce her by trying to push it away. Yeah. It's a whole thing, and this is probably the first big tease that she's actually palpitating because the lightning yeah, uh, yeah. comes out and destroys the thing, and it explodes. Here's the thing. They didn't, didn't buy for a second that she no, was No, they didn't do enough to convince me Chewie was on that ship because there was so happenstance. It was like, there's no way Chewie was on that ship. There's no way he's dead. Maybe, maybe I'm dumb. It just got caught up in the moment. And here's the uh, thing. And, like, and I, I don't know if it's like better or worse, this, but they reveal he's alive so quick that I don't know if I'm happy yeah. because at least they didn't uh, try to pretend that he was dead or if I'm upset yeah. because if you're going to do it that quickly, then what's the point of faking it? I, I think... Uh, no, I agree with you. I never once, you know, for a yeah. second, thought he was dead. I was like, oh. "Well, that's not right." And I, I, I think I'm glad that they just got it over and done with. Because if, yeah. if I'd been so, sitting there for 15, 20 minutes, going, mm. "Right, where's Chewie?" It, it would have when we got him. If if they'd gone down the route of actually pretending he was dead, yeah. and maybe it would have had more weight because I'd have believed it. But if 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 we still go with the uh, the hypothesis of okay, I don't believe it for a second, and we have to wait this time long time, they're they're going in on it. When they reveal him, it's going to play like it's supposed to be a big reveal and it'll fall really flat because yeah. it was so quick i didn't actually so, care you know it, they didn't treat it like it was mm. a big oh we got gotcha. you so so going into this i i know that we, we've lost uh, han right we've lost luke i'm kind of a feeling that we're going to lose leia yeah on that topic so, I, I do kind of hate how formulate the trilogy's been in that one of them's died each movie that's kind of bugged me yeah but yeah well that's I don't know. I don't think Leia would have necessarily. Things might no. have been different. No, I mean, that's true. So, yeah, she may not have been dead if she if Carrie Fisher was alive, admittedly. But yeah. So I'm thinking. Well, now they're gonna they're gonna knock off Chewie too, right? And with Peter Mayhew passing and whatnot, I, I figured this would have been his Chewie send off that yeah. he's basically running a distraction or whatever, so they can go because he's let the Wookiee win, right? He'll tear arms off. He's going pretty calmly, right? So I'm thinking this is all part of the plan. And then when he gets blown up or not blown up, I was so shocked, right, that they had just taken Chewbacca from me. Pete, the last time I was that shocked and, and like, was when Chompa turned on Gargano. <laughs> I, I knew it was going to be another piece of wrestling shite. It was. That, that's the only time wrestling is, like, legit had tears from me, right? Like, and so then when they – I was like, he, he can't be dead. He's not dead. I felt like it was a, like a family member that you're like, oh no, this is so. I went through the five stages really quick. Yeah, because they didn't give you much right? time. And then we're like, and then flipping uh, uh, Bill Weasley, uh, you know, he shows up and is like, oh, well, we have Captain. I was like, oh, there he is. And then I could breathe. Do you know so, what, what, what was too much, Huey? Is um, when Leia died, I didn't really. Oh feel it because it was just like you know it, it was really awkwardly shot because of mm, how they were yeah. doing it and it was like all right i get what they're doing but, they have to do it chewy's like, reaction it was oh chewy's reaction broke me i'm, I'm tired like, of losing like, all my friends like when he just breaks down and oh yeah. my god the tears start coming yeah like, honestly yeah. that 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 moment hit hard uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so but i was gonna say on the, on the second viewing i was like man i was stupid it all worked up for nothing <laughs> dummy <laughs> of course they're not gonna kill chewy uh not right here <laughs> that's well that's yeah. like killing the, the dog or the cat in a movie and i feel yeah, like right? you've killed everyone you make a, else you make a bigger deal about yeah. it yeah so um but the the uh, we'll get to the the climax i think we've, we've talked 
um, everything else up to then, right? I mean, uh, a couple of little things what? like uh, C three PO having his memory wiped. I thought uh, I, th- I thought it was well played in the scene that he was saying but, goodbye again, and so on and yeah. so on. Um, I I do think though, like. I, I don't think this is sufficiently explained to me why they can't just back up his memory. Because they, they say, doesn't R2 no, have did. it backed up? They, they yeah. did, yeah. And this this is why I actually really like this, because I've seen people complaining, saying, oh, well, it, it's kind of meaningless because he gets his memory back anyway. I think it's it's the fact that he, you know, he thinks, you know, they go, well, R2 will have your memory backed up. And he goes, R2's not reliable. No, 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 but and, did, they, did they explain why they can't back it up there and then? Uh, not enough storage on their droids? I don't yeah. know. yeah. Yeah. No, they, they didn't say that. They didn't have storage to... Okay, I, I just... I feel yeah. like if... if Because they established it can be backed up because R2 can do it, then right. why can't we just hook in a hard yeah. drive and... Well, no, that's the purpose of a... I mean, that's essentially what an astromech droid is. It's, it's a yeah. cheap... It, it's your iPhone, right? Like Yeah, it's just... It does everything. Just backups, yeah. basically. Um, and but, so... Like, the, uh, the reason this worked for me is because 3PO is like, no, R2's not reliable. I, I know he's my best friend, but... It's, it's it's not gonna yeah. happen and it's got to be done anyway I, and then the fact that r2 did have it is is nice it's sweet and it, and it just proves him wrong and and and, and it's no what do you mean it's, it's, went? It, it's that you know r2's such a little shitbag right that's kind of his whole yeah. thing he's a uh-huh. complete dick um but the fact that no no he kept this back is, up. this matters to him he is anakin's droid like in, every, in every way like, yeah so uh, the, the uh, only droid the... that's more of a dick than him is chopper yeah well and chopper's the best right like oh yeah so um, one of the uh, binge mode, one of the uh, podcasts I was doing, they've been doing Star Wars, and they have this fan theory that the whole story, right? R two is meant to be the the, the, the narrator, yeah, right. Which which kind of gets lost because he's gone for Force Awakens, but when you see him do all the cool stuff, it's because he's you know, it's it's the reason why that he's always there and and is always exactly. like, you know, really loved and and gets all the attention, yeah, yeah. exactly, and so. And that's true here too, because of course, of course, I had the backup from my best friend. And, you know, I, I let him sweat it out. But I do think where where Pete was bringing it up, like they played it safe. I feel this is one of those instances that you give us this emotional farewell to three PO, and then automatically undo it. Um, I, I not automatically. Agree. No, I I would agree that that undoing it would feel cheap if they hadn't had that beat with it about R two being unreliable. If no, that I know, but it's still... it just oh, we got a backup. Yeah, or, or still even the idea of him, you know, of, of the Sith thing corrupting him and they have to shut him down for good or whatever, you know, that that's emotionally I can deal with that. Or he's just mind wiped and now he's experiencing everything new like he was at the, you know, at the end of Revenge of the Sith. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Yeah, we should also briefly just mention, I don't really have much to say about it, but just uh, the fact that Rey develops a couple of new powers over the course of this movie, one of which is pretty important because she can heal people. Uh, she heals a big snake thing in the uh... yeah yeah which which is established weirdly I I watched the Mando episode seven mm-hmm. so that establishes it. So do, then, do, do you know what that almost felt like? It was almost like people were going to complain this is out of nowhere, so we're going to yeah, put it in something yeah. else at the same time. Is is it like see yeah. precedent? See maybe you want to do what? it. So <laughs> what? Correct me if I'm wrong because you're you, you know you're an older of my two you know lore people. Oh, this is for me then. Connor. Sorry. Yes. Yeah, yes. I don't is, think I, is, I, I didn't think you meant me. Don't worry. Yeah. This is an established Jedi thing, though, from from expanded universe canon, right? Like uh, yes, video games and expanded. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mentioned this to Pete in the Mandalorian yeah. review. Yeah. Uh, like for example, in the Knights of the Old Republic games, uh, you know, Jedi, you know, it's a light side power to heal. 
is such a common thing in those games that I think it is such an accepted trait that I didn't question it. Even though it was new to canon, it's in my head as a power jet I can do and has been yeah. for like, a, you know, 15 years well, I think, and, at this point. Yeah, and so when she heals the snake too, I also like that that's her connection with the, the, the natural force. Because like the cosmic force, cool, whatever, prophecies, I don't get into that. But you like but the when living they force. Start, I love the living force stuff. Like, mm. again, if I was a Jedi, like we're playing an RPG type thing, that's my character is the living force dude. Like, mm. uh, I guess that's a mage in, in other type deals. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, but either way, so, I, I was fine with it. Um, and, and obviously there's also teases to the film that Finn's got like it's force sensitive and he's sensing you know things I, I, to I really like that they never feel like they have to just say it because he's uh, you know he's like I need to tell you something Ray yeah, and yeah. there's a worry that it's you know oh he's, he's, yeah exactly and I think by the end of the movie it's very clear that's not it at all it's no. I think I can use the force is what he's saying And but see but what I get from this too is it, it's more of an awareness of the force than then it is the force sensitivity of like a Jedi, you know, like, I don't, I don't I, I think, think. No, I think uh, at the moment you're right. He is sensitive yeah. um, and he can, he gets, you know, he gets feelings as he puts it in. Right. His... And it, but and it's like, it's akin to belief, right? Cause now he believes in yeah, his friends. I think the reason he's so yeah. excited to tell Ray is that he's like, can I do more? And right. who knows? Maybe he can, but uh, I actually kind of relate how this calls back to force awakens when you know it, when they, when they get to Starkiller, it's like to have, we'll, yeah. just, we'll use the force, and it's like that's not, that's how, not the force how it works. works. And yeah. and it's like now he gets it, right? Yeah. Yes, I do. Um, I will I say do every time. I feel like bizarrely, Finn, uh, Finn and Ray particularly. I feel like it doesn't oddly feel like their story's not really done. Like I can totally see there being another trilogy and them being the center of it because I feel like. We could actually get to some interesting stuff with Ray because she's actually finally completed finishing just copying the previous arc in the previous trilogy, and now she's. Yeah, we, we can see uh, the see, new thing. The new thing do something different, maybe. I don't know. Not, not, not that this, I want more, admittedly, is, but. <laughs> no, this is Joseph Campbell's hero journey, though. Like this is, this is Star Wars. Like, I'm I'm okay with her copying that hero's thing, and I and, I, I like that to a point. Um, I think the ending feels a bit weird for me with Ray. Um. If it, because uh, okay. she gets the new lightsaber, and I'm like, well, they gave her a whole a new color of lightsaber. I feel like she has to use it at some point, somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's yellow. But but it's also weird that it feels like she's going to, uh, you know, as much as she's just built a new lightsaber, she's built her own. Um, it kind of feels like she's going to go retire and live in the Lars homestead. Yeah, like, yeah. It's, this feels really well, contradictory. It's I, see, I didn't get that from it. I got that is she's looking out like Luke did, right, uh, from that same spot for his call to adventure you know what i mean See, like for me this felt like her coming home in that tatooine reminds her of jakku and uh you know and and coming back here and and this is kind of not quite going into hermit mode but it, it feels like you know she's 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 done she saved she saved the universe she wants to settle down yeah but but again the, there goes the lessons of luke that he just brought back up that no, you need to keep it alive, and this is what the Rise of Skywalker is. is... It is, which is, what, what, but why the Lars Homestead then, and why? Because you, you had to return. And, those, and for the record, the Skywalker. Uh, yeah, I know it's... Yeah, for the record, the ending here, where you know she she meets this woman and she says, "Oh, you're it's, I'm Ray," and she's like, "Ray who?" And she sort of pauses, and I'm like. I wonder what she's going to say. I wonder what name she's going to pick. I, I, I would love I more than... Up. No, no, no. I, I just wanted to say, just Ray. 
Yeah, that would be better. Although, I think oh, we're, actually, we're actually slightly lucky because there's a chance she's to say, well, I don't have any family. And then the woman would be like, so solo then. Ray solo. Well, I'm not going to be mad at that. <laughs> I, I, honestly, just just Ray. Like, you know, her being like, no, because accepting that she's she's made her own destiny. She doesn't have to be a Palpatine or a, or a Skywalker she, to she be can, special. No, she can she, just she be can, Ray. She, she's she like, I'm just Ray. Like Madonna. <laughs> Cut to black. I I like to think right. she'd have gone with, with Cher, but whatever. Right. <laughs> like Cher, sorry, yes. I so this is where I guess I'm in the minority. I I like that she said Skywalker, and uh... I I I like I understand that it's it's symbolic of her choosing the light side, not the dark. I understand that. My right. problem is, I feel like she can choose the light side and just be right. She doesn't have to be a Skywalker. I think that's yeah, but okay. I feel that she's but she feels like she is a Skywalker. Like I get this, she, that lineage she is adopting. This circles all the way back around to the core complaint I've had the whole time of about no, it has to like instead of leaving the past behind, like Last Jedi was kind of nudging it towards. This is no, 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 no we're going to take the past. Even but again, the but, the very final beat of the movie is I'm taking the name Skywalker. Especially when you can again build on that beat from Last Jedi of yeah. just Ray and nobody, but it, that doesn't you know it doesn't matter if she's nobody right. because she was but, still important. But the Skywalker line is a line that came from nowhere, right? It, it, so now she it, can it, claim it. Yeah. Right. And now she can claim it as well. You know what I mean? This is something that I claimed. Uh, I'm fine with it. Like, is it cheesy? Yes. It's cheesy as shit. Anyway, this is not, the, we have to get the conflict. So, so Ray is going to fight the, the Emperor. Uh, Kylo's kind of on his way. He fights the Knights. So, we've barely seen, to be honest, at this point. Like, we yeah, see it God, a couple of times. Um, he takes them all out. So mad. I, I love the, the use of the, uh, you know, the their connection where she passes yeah. him the lightsaber in the middle yeah. of the fight yeah yeah she that passes is the, the she, best use of she, she passes him whatever one it was because they're both it, it blue was Luke's. it was it's, Luke's because yeah, that's okay. the one he wanted the whole time yeah. which right, I, I guess they just reforged the after the last movie because it was in half yeah. in the last movie I guess they just yeah, reforged it see, but yeah but it, it's got like a leather handle on it now and whatnot and yeah uh, yeah. yeah so, so they, they reforged it and it's 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 the family lightsaber so I like that it goes to him she gets Leia's and, so uh, here's what here's what I really hate just about the action of the, the final fight. So he he gets into the fight with uh, uh, Ray and Palpatine, and Palpatine it kind of just amounts to him like waving his hands at them and either for, for, forcing them back or lightning at them. And the final moment of the fight, after it looks like Kylo might be dead, you know, he's been down the cliff. Although I, you fully expect him to climb back up, you know, but yeah. <laughs> Like, if right. they just killed him off screen, I'm going to riot. Right. Like, you don't kill Kylo off screen. But she's basically, it all amounts to just that classic stupid anime thing of the beam hitting someone and then walking into it. And she gets the second lightsaber and has a cross. And I'm like, it's X-Men now. She's doing the X-Sign. I mean, um, <laughs> to be fair, and I know Pete doesn't like the prequels, but, like, that was like, that, that's how Mace beat Palpatine. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't know. That's exactly what he did. I don't remember. Yeah. I don't think the prequel says the first time I saw them because they're terrible. And that's, a, yeah. and, that, and that's, from what I understand, that's a battle tactic that he learned being a master swordsman. So that also shows Ray's adeptness, you know, learning these things. That, that, uh, yeah. Because like, like, as this is going on, the beam's going to hit the sky. Up, up, up in the sky, we have all the x wings and stuff. Mind you, it's not just a beam. It is Sith lightning at a magnitude we've never seen. Ah, same difference. Whatever. All right, so all these ships and... Like, 
I, I don't know. I also, I think they scaled up the Sith too much in terms of how many ships there was because I never really believed they had a chance to actually destroy all these ships with their puny yeah, little... that's another problem. E- even when they have all the range, because Lando goes with the Falcon to go and recruit people from all over the different planets. So they've got, like, uh, the cavalry, yeah. right? And obviously they're going to have a yeah. big moment where he shows up and uh, I suppose that's kind of what you could have been saying when I said there's like an, uh, you said there's an on your left moment because that's kind of what it is, I suppose, yeah. in a way. It, uh, it is. And, uh, but it's also Dunkirk, right? Because these aren't... It's not a Navy. These are... They are know, there to fight, though. Just... They are there to fight, yeah. though. Which makes no, it kind of like Marvel. But... Or kind of like Endgame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, which actually makes my other comparison even worse when you think about how when she's walking towards him with the lightsabers crossed and she's getting there and he's like, I am every Sith. And then she stands up and she, she hears all the voices, right? Um, and she's like, I am every Jedi. That, that it, It's so similar to that moment of I am inevitable, I am Iron Man. That it, it was it was just, it made me chuckle. I was like, hey, like, I can't believe how similar it, that moment it is. It kind of made sense in context, to be fair. Because I didn't go yeah. question it, and I, I oh sure, I'm it. I'm not saying it doesn't work yeah. necessarily. It's just awkward because they both came out recently. Yeah, but yes. I, but here's the thing. So as much as they tried to ramp up the stakes as high as they've ever went, right? They felt the flattest they ever have possibly in any of the main movies because it just felt like a done a done deal because you know, it was such a safe story such a safe script of what it was yeah. doing that i never once felt anything else, and this is just going through the motions of this is what a star wars movie is supposed to be and that's it without yeah, any of the emotion behind it because i those when they when it hits those beats i really really enjoy you know, it when, when i talk um, about some of the weaker marvel movies feeling like they have no stakes mm-hmm. and it just feels like we're going through the motions yeah. that's what this movie was also doing for star wars this just felt like it was just hitting the beats and doing the thing so that we can have your, your fanfare moments but none of them actually felt like they meant anything because they just I was going through it and then we get to somehow after everything that I've already said maybe the worst moment of the whole movie despite the fact that I hated the Palpatine reveal that you know the, the Palpatine's your, your uh-huh. grandfather I mean I, if I, had to, I should just be thankful that when, when she showed up he didn't go I am your grandfather like I, I'm, we're lucky they didn't do that um, I do like that he called her <laughs> Empress Palpatine I was like he's thought about this yeah uh, so Kylo gets up Ray, using all of this force has basically drained her energy she's, she's dead she's lying there dead and Kyle comes up, and he's seen her heal someone uh, himself, basically, because she she stabbed yeah. him earlier on. Uh, right. And before the before and he's the, like, I the can do this. yeah. So he you know, he's he puts his hand on her, and he's doing the thing. He's really trying uh, to, and basically, because Ray described it earlier, and this was set up well enough. She she described it as giving part of her force over to the other being. So obviously, because she's completely dead, for Kylo to make this work, theoretically, he has to give out all of his force. He has to do right, all of right. it. I like this so far. Right, and yeah. he wakes her up, and he's got like a minute or whatever before he's going to drop dead. So the, the he's kind of kind of close, and there's kind of like really close, and they're so close. I'm like, this looks like they're about to kiss. Do not kiss. What are my, you doing, so, movie? Do not kiss. So my wife, major Disney family's over to me, goes, "This is true love's kiss." And I go, "You shut your mouth. Don't like, you put that on here's there." Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Right. Now, I know that he's kind of turned over a new leaf and he's kind of like, you know, much like, the, and this again, compared to the old movies, much like Darth Vader, the villain for the three movies turns into a good guy right at the very end, right? So we're, we're doing that again. But, so not only that though, in the first movie, correct me if I'm wrong, but in the first movie, uh, Force Awakens that is, didn't Kylo, wasn't he complicit in the murder of millions of people via Death Star technology? Yeah. Yeah, he, he, he literally committed genocide. Was he? I mean, I he was, was there. It, it was it yeah. was Hux's thing, but he was 
yeah he, he wasn't stopping it he, yeah. complicit i think is a fair so word. and am i and obviously darth vader in a lot of dark shit as well and i'm not saying that you can't redeem and oh. go out on a good note but the point i'm bringing up here is is that even despite after all this ray still thinks yeah i'm gonna go in for a kiss <laughs> i think to be fair the I entirety of last jedi uh, and I, I don't like the kiss itself either i think it's a terrible yeah. moment uh the entirety of last jedi is is ray going there's still good in him he's actually yeah. a good guy we i can save him that's right. that entire her entire thing that movie and there is a lot of sexual tension that yeah movie, he's undeniably. St- he, he still has to answer for the fact that he you know uh, no, he does he does and that's it that's where i thought this was going because i was like they're not gonna kill him he's gotta pay for his crimes now right nah, he so dies. i i went from going against uh, like i didn't like the idea of ben Demption, and then the haunt scene happened i was like son of a bitch they got me and then uh, and him and then willingly, this happens. like having the yeah. punishment would be great yeah. right exactly so, right and, I, and, and and no it's, the kiss itself is just so generic hollywood it. that right before i was like this is so forced if you do this this is laughable and then they kissed and i I almost could feel the collective groan in the room like i could feel everyone else around well, uh, me that, that I, was a literal groan in, yeah. in my sense this is this is where i threw my hat and got yelled at <laughs> so i, I yeah. threw my hat and and i don't say it ruined it for me but it is a terrible moment on the second time through i know it's coming and I'm still hoping that it doesn't. Like maybe you got a bad copy. <laughs> maybe, maybe it won't happen. No. I just like, like I said, as much as I understand that she kind of was into him a bit, and there was a lot of sexual tension in the last movie. This moment was terrible and yeah. cheesy. And, and I and... would have loved for her to like hold him close, right? Like cradle him as he's, you know, expiring, and then holds his hand. And is there, and then she's holding his hand as he becomes one with the force because yeah. she finally grabbed her hand or she grabbed his hand, right? Yeah, because he and kept saying, started, Last time you didn't take my right? hand, next time you will. And she doesn't, but here right? at the end, as he dies, she finally takes his hand. Yeah. That, that works, right? Yeah, that's, I mean, that's fine. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. And that's, and all, I, that's all you need. See, if he started dying and she, she held his hand as he died, that would have been a fairly well set up moment that would have given him like some one final moment of like, you know, unity and peace that she's kind of there for yep. him. It would have it would have worked given what they'd set up. But no, we had to do the stupid kiss. So we see people celebrating. We even see Ewok celebrating uh, for some oh, reason. That, that's the thing Mario hated the most. Oh, was it? Was it Ewoks? Really? Yeah. Ewoks. I mean, it's fine. They're there, there for like four seconds. Yeah. Yeah. Like. Um, I don't know if they. I don't know if they him. if they set up why there's stuff like falling down all over the galaxy when they destroy um, everything. Those are. Well, because it's the first order. Some somehow the final order took over all the first order. So all their ships that were okay. or were those the ships that were getting out? I'm not certain. I, yeah, I wasn't too clear on this. Um, but we I, see- I think I think the answer here is goes back to the uh, the special editions of uh, Re- okay. Return of the Jedi, where we yeah. end with the shots of them all the different planets celebrating. It's it's that. <laughs> And they oh, no, I, I get that, but why, why is there stuff falling out the sky? Why, 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 why are there like drones where all the ships all of a sudden mm, are falling? Because Palpatine's dead, you son of a bitch. Yeah. Because, because regular force, bro, I ain't got to explain shit. Is that, is that what you're saying? Yeah. yeah. So don't say regular, just say the force, bro. I don't have to explain shit. And you don't have to say regular in there, Pete. We'll, we'll do the math with the force. Speed force is more important of a force, so I'm not having this. Uh, I don't know, man. Speed, speed force don't control everything, mate. No, thank you. Speed, speed force. Uh, I'll tell you, I've flown from one side of this galaxy to the other. There ain't no invisible force that controls my destiny. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and we see, uh, and obviously there is the almost cynical uh, inclusive element of some of these Disney movies recently where they've been trying to like say, hey, you know, congratulate us because we finally I, put I, gay characters in something. And because they did this in, they did this in Endgame as well. Endgame had the one scene of like a person like talking about being gay and it was like a, a cameo. It was a cameo from one of the directors. And then this movie has one pair of people kissing in the background and then you blink yeah. and you miss it and that's it. Yeah, and... she was the captain or well, whatever yeah. rank she was in the last yeah. movie. She was a fairly prominent movie, uh, prominent yeah. character in the last movie actually. And yeah, you know, she was there, and and I was like, oh okay, I didn't know that that she was gay. Cool. No, yeah. it, like she, there's all, yeah. It felt, it felt, say, it felt I'm so. Glad they didn't make half... a big deal about it. Yeah, that's in in, and, like, and in the marketing. On the marketing, yeah, sure, but that, if, if but it feels like it's just such a half measure because it's like we don't want to actually devote any time to a character that's gay. We're I, just going to put this in the background yeah, there. I know. I'm, I'm still hearing uh, Oscar Isaac saying uh, that they, that he wanted to do him and uh, and Finn and. Uh, you know, they shot every scene under that intention. Uh, in you know, between him and you know, uh, oh, and, sure. and Boyega. But uh, but Disney <laughs> were like, no. so who just does Oscar just want to make out with Boyega? Because like, I, I get I, it. I, but I, 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 sure, I'm yeah. picturing on set now, like during, during, during when they're shooting, like there'll be times when JJ will yell cut and just walk up and say, right, Oscar, take your hand away from Boyega's crotch. Right, let's do the take again. Right, let's do let's do I, take I, two. I, 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 do it again. I can't help it. <laughs> <laughs> You you buy that in in character as well that Poe bangs everything. Yeah, that seems like a fit. Any Star him and Lando. I feel him and Lando. If you're gonna make the argument of of pansexuality in Star Wars, it's those two. Absolutely. Um, So I mean that's that's basically the movie. Um, Is there anything that I've glossed over that Uh, you would like to go back and? Yes, my uh, least favorite fan wankery moment. Mm -hmm. Oh shoot, we didn't even Uh, touch on it. We we didn't we even get there, and it's. Relatively speaking, it's actually small, but it infuriated me more than any of the others. Um, maybe even more than the whole Palpatine thing, because I, at that at this point of the movie, I was like, right, I'm just accepting that's a thing now, right? We're just doing that. I don't like it, but that's what we're doing. This was in the final moments, and Maz comes over and gives Chewie the goddamn medal. Chewie doesn't need a medal. Chewie doesn't give a shit about a medal. He's already had a medal. He doesn't need this. No, no, no. But it's Hans' medal. I know it is, but it. <laughs> this Bro, was. He this... lost his family. Leia. I, I, gone. I know. Gone. Gone. Ben. Gone. I know. But all of this was. See, Chewie finally got his medal. Yeah, and I'm it. fine with that. I love Chewie. Chewie got his medal. Uh, he, he had it in a comic. He gave it away to a little girl on the planet with the flowers. It was nice. It was sweet. Yeah. He doesn't give it a was shit. It's a book. I, I know. It's a good one. Yeah. Like, I, I, like, like, I just. I, I can't get over. Like how much of Palpatine's in this, and how they chose to make him the lunch kind of the whole thing. Uh, and if if we had any inkling of Palpatine from the beginning, that's fine. But the Emperor just seemed like he's gone. Like go go back. I just watched Force Awakens. There's nothing about the Emperor or stirrings of, yeah. of a secret Emperor. There's no. Like, there's he's so, all, what, he's what also just really. Che- he's just really cheesy as well. I just I hate I hate them every time he's on screen. On you go. But I love it. I, yeah. Again. No it's Star Wars, like that's that's the problem. I've I've sat here and complained for I don't know an hour and a half, and I've had some pretty serious complaints. Yeah, but I still enjoyed myself almost all of the yeah, movie. I, coming <laughs> I, to, I enjoyed it more this, the second where I know what I'm I, in. I for. know, I know. This this isn't like Last Jedi where I'm going, where I'm going. Oh no, no, no that's not a problem. But because I'm defending it because I think it's right. Yeah, and I, I'll stand by that. Oh. 
And this is where I see every single one of these flaws. I'm agreeing with a lot of them. I was annoyed at a lot of these things while I was watching the movie. Yeah, I still enjoyed myself any time I wasn't being actively annoyed for like a second. I was like, I, I was smiling. Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely coming through the second, you know, watch through. Um, I definitely enjoyed it more knowing what I'm in for and and where you're not hoping they don't make her a Palpatine, right? Where you just know it. <laughs> And um, you can yeah. enjoy the movie for what it is instead I'm of what you're lo- I'm looking to forward to seeing it again with Paige and, and yeah. seeing yeah. yeah, I guess. So, but. Um, but but yeah, I, I definitely came out more positive. It's still so it weirdly it falls into the the same as the how I feel about the original trilogy, where I like them like the uh, A New Hope is still my favorite, and then you know, they go in that order. So um that, that's um, weird. I mean, this follows the same pattern for me as well, in the sense yeah. that the middle one's my favorite. Yeah, um, like and the first one, second. It's almost so impressive, it, it, right? It like, follows that pattern. Yeah. Um, but this, Clones, it, it's not. Clones is still the worst. Tim's list. I know he was trying to be, <laughs> you know, whatever, but he had all of the the Disney ones listed below the prequels, and I just I can't like sure like Phantom Menace, like Revenge of the Sith. Clones hey, the... is easily the worst. Star Wars movie ever made. I'll, I'll just to sum up my feelings on this uh, the series as a whole in that sense. Like this new trilogy is definitely is better filmmaking than the prequel trilogy, and it's not even close. I will say this though, like potentially there was a good story to tell with the prequel trilogy. It's just the execution, the writing, the dialogue, the yeah. acting, all of it was pretty much so, shit. So so everything. Well, yeah, but I think I feel like it's the op- almost the opposite with this trilogy, where you've got talented people who can direct good movies, who can write good movies, uh-huh. actors who are doing really well in the roles, but the conceptual idea, the whole thing, is just not there and flawed. And because right. of that, it, needed, I mean, I mean, it, it kind of goes back to what we said. Is, is George had a vision for better or for worse? Yeah. it was right. his vision, and no right. one has ever said otherwise. And. You know, that's, yeah, why he, heard, that's why he yeah. holds all the blame and all the credit uh, for equal parts. Well, and this, and that, go They're back, not so, equal. So listening to binge mode, <laughs> no, listening to binge mode and, and hearing about takes from, from back in the day about these movies where George is like, oh, everybody always hated R2 and 3PO. No, George, they didn't, George. Like, what are you going on about? <laughs> I, You're looking for excuses, you know, and... You know, so I feel like weirdly this lands in the most George it's, way possible. It is, but what, what I meant know? is like you know, in in the original trilogy, you know, George only directed the first one, and you know, right. but he still gets ninety percent of the credit for the other two, even though sh- yeah, oh, yeah, there, there were directors. His 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 uh, his uh, his his ex wife editor arguably right. saved a lot of these Aren't films. Sure. Yeah, yeah, we we know that that um, you know, Carrie Fisher was rewriting stuff on on set. Right. And script doctrine, a lot well, of stuff. But he gets. And I'll the say this because, and I'll say this because I'm in, in the company of, of two people I consider really close friends, and this is going to go out to everybody, and this this might go a little bit on on sacrilege here, especially to Connor. But like Star Wars movies are are are, they're not good. All right, like they're they're fun, and I love them, and they're a world that you know. But they've always been a little bit off. Like even the original ones, with maybe the exception of, of Empire, right? Like here's the thing, I don't entirely disagree. I right? always say Empire is my favorite movie of all time, and uh-huh. I stand by that. That does not mean I think it is the best movie of all time. That is, yeah, yeah, yeah. that is a very well, different question, and I don't have an answer for that one, by the way, because well, yeah, for me, it's both Raiders. 
That that list begins and ends with Raiders of the Lost Ark. Okay, okay. don't at me. But <laughs> my, my point is, is that's flawed. There's oh. campy dialogue. Yeah. There's, there's all sorts yeah, of that, things that's... in those movies, but I love them unconditionally. Here, here's, here, okay, I'm I'm going to sum up why, to an extent. Maybe the prequels, but definitely the sequel trilogy falter, and why a lot of these sequels and reboots, the things that come back of the old franchises, yeah. right? I can sum it down to this. When they were making Star Wars, uh, and they were making Empire, and even Return of the Jedi, they weren't concerned with trying to make it something that they felt it should be. Mm. It was just, they were created from scratch, and even the oh. sequels, even, even Empire and Jedi, even though, okay, it's following on, they weren't concerned with making sure they please, like, p- make sure people understand it's the exact same Star Wars they remember from the previous one. It was just, no, let's just do the next one. And those three movies as a whole have kind of established what people think of Star Wars as, right? This trilogy, right. They have, there's an obsession, both by the people making it and a large part of the fan base, this has to be the Star Wars we know. This Which has to a- be... You know, which is why I think Last Jedi stands apart in this trilogy, right. yeah. um, because it does not. I mean, there the, are the, the, the people watching it feel that way, it's, it's, wrong, it's, but um, it's, it does not feel like this is what Star Wars should be. It's the same thing I style. said about Dark Fate, which I think is an okay movie. It's got some good ideas in it, but ultimately, it's too concerned with can, trying to convince us that it belongs with T one and T two, rather than just doing its own thing and earning it on its own merit. It has to keep saying, "Hey, remember T two? Remember T two? This is just like T two." Well, just like T two, Sarah Carr. Looks like just she did in T two. Like it's obsessed with doing that, and a lot of these things uh, are guilty of that. A lot of these movies that come back. I, I think this is the the worst for that stuff. Like I said, I, I defend Force Awakens in that structurally uh, and plot wise, it's very similar yeah. in those regards. But mm-hmm. I think the characters have evolved, and there are things that have changed and, and moved on. I do Last think, Jedi is totally different, and I do think that's an argument for for Force Awakens that because of the prequels and because of how bad they actually mm-hmm. are. There was an argument to say, no, we do kind of need one back to basics. Here's your Star Wars again uh, before we go on. Before we get weird. Yeah. It's a palate cleanser, essentially. Uh, Right. It's it's, it's re-establishing the baseline, essentially. Yeah. Um, Yeah, And I'm glad The Last Jedi exists, even though I don't enjoy parts of it. I'm I'm happy Ryan Johnson made the exact movie he wanted to make. And then he got to move on and not worry about Star Wars again. He got to go make Knives Out, which I also thoroughly enjoyed. I, you, you know, know so I, I don't know if this was an official documentary, like a fan documentary on YouTube, but someone referred uh-huh. to Star Wars fans, or at least you know the problematic side of it, as the yeah. fandom menace, and I think that's the yes. greatest thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> oh no, it, it, it is. It's, we need one for another group that I don't want to mention because they all just pop up. Oh, but they, they need they need a name too. About. Oh, we, we, yeah. I know who you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. and, and, and to me, I both like. I, oh, I actually, Matt, on that subject, I just want to start a new hashtag right now. Release the Trevorrow cut. I'll just leave it at that. Yeah, release the Trevorrow cut. <laughs> I, I do want to read that script though, because he's still got a story by credit, so they used enough of his. Sure. Yeah, that, I'd be intrigued. Yeah, right. I'm sure um, it'll come out eventually. But but so I, I made a, a post here that uh, on on Twitter that I you know if you hated this movie, I want to talk to you about it, and if you loved it, I want to talk to you about it because I do love talking about Star Wars, which goes against something that I'd said last week, where I only like to talk to it with certain people. Something about this one clicked my brain to go the opposite direction where, like, I feel like we should engage with some of these people instead of just being like, oh, no, man, you're, you're just dumb. I, I, like, I'm I'm happy to talk as long as it's not insulting because. Yeah, I mean, and that's that's where the line is, right? Go like, back to our Last Jedi review. I yeah. stood apart from Pete on yeah. miles of difference. Right, but, and, I, and I, well, and I always caveat with Pete, we're like. I go, I have a friend that doesn't like The Last Jedi, but not for any of the reasons a lot of other people don't like it. Like, he has actual, like, cinema 
Like, yeah, if if, if you don't reasons. like the Last Jedi because you think Rose is worse than Jar Jar, you right. can piss off. I don't want to talk to you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but if you want to talk about how Johnson didn't pay off a, a moment that he would set up, or he wasted the entire second act doing something that felt superfluous, or entire yeah, yeah or entire subplots that feel like they just kind of could have been cut. Yeah, like, <laughs> right. Failure, so, the greatest teacher is. Right, and so like. But with Rise of Skywalker, I do it. It's re-energized, and it might just be because there's a lot of Star Wars right now. I got the Mandalorian. I just picked up the the new game from from the store today. Mm-hmm. You right. Go. I I went to Galaxy's Edge over oh. the summer, and I'm planning on going back. So oh, oh, like, is, is, I know they've done some updates, but the the combat can be a bit just awkward at times. My, Don't feel my, bad about dropping. Already, the yeah. Well, no, my brother already forewarned <clears> me, and he goes, "You got to learn to parry quick." So. If you don't learn to parry, it's going to ruin your whole game. Yeah, I. So, yeah. so I think we're we're basically wrapping up here. I think we're we're yep. getting ready to rate this uh, this uh-huh. movie, and you know I like I am heavily critical of this, and it it's funny because I think it's almost going to get a harsher rating than I might have done uh, if this came out a year ago because over more of these franchise like reboots and nostalgia sequels that have come out my my it's criticisms <laughs> yeah my criticisms of them have become more and for the record if anyone wants the exception just to know that i do love some things that do come back the plot of the apes trilogy is better than the original and fantastic and completely justifies its own existence it's fantastic and, science fiction and they mad max yeah, fury road they is get the, better as they go mad max fury road is the best mad max movie and i love road warrior 2 or road warrior like mad max 2 that's still a fantastic movie well, yeah. but fury road is even better and justify its existence and uh, i'll throw in the first creed as well for being just a really good movie that yes. stands on its own <laughs> and creed 2 falls into uh nostalgia you could sequel. Call, yeah creed, yeah you could call creed 2 the rise of skywalker of rocky you, you, you could call it rocky 4 too <laughs> yeah rocky yeah, 4 I, part I 2 i wonder how many of the of Pete's spoiler free reviews for yes. these movies you could just copy and paste a lot of the yeah, you're, you're probably right. You're probably you're probably so, right. And I've liked some more than others. I mean, I liked, I enjoyed Jurassic World, but it still falls into the same camp as a lot like, of this like stuff. If, if well, you take your 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 Dark Fate review, because obviously you yeah. just did that, you know, a couple of months ago, and if you take that and just change the names to be applicable, just the spoiler-free section, not the yeah. specifics. Ha- Halloween. I wonder how much it's yeah. just copy and paste. Spoiler. Halloween 2018. Even though I do think horror slasher movies can just sequel forever, and I'll be fine with it. Halloween 2018 was way more nostalgia uh, Force Awakens style than it was just a slasher sequel in the way it was structured and and the way it tried to tell a story. And you know that that, that, you know it was a problem when it ended up on both mine and Pete's most disappointing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And the new Ghostbusters may be good it may be an exception but you know what I I can get excited for these these and there's too many of the big movies coming out are either it's it's basically one of two things or three things it's either um, a comic movie a reboot slash sequel to an old franchise mm-hmm. that's already been famous for a long time, or it's Disney remaking an animated thing. <laughs> like that's your three big budget movies Yo, nowadays. Hold up. Basically. Have you seen the Mulan trailer? Yes. Now to be Mulan fair, looks Mulan dope. looks but here's the thing. Mulan, unlike Lion King and unlike Dumbo yeah. and unlike um, Jungle Book. And- well, it's just like, not no. animated creatures. Yeah, unlike all right. those things, it's actually people in giant combat. Like, I can see the appeal of doing the live yeah. action yeah. epic yeah. of Mulan. Yeah. They're just making it a Wusha film, and I yeah, kind of love it. This is that's what, fine. This is what they should have been doing from the beginning. But the, the, you know all I mean? these other yeah, ones, Cinderella was all right. But all these other yeah. ones, it's like, oh, this yeah. is all. This is almost all animals. Oh, we'll just do it in CG. Right. But it's like you know, technically live. Like, well, yeah. no. And, and, <laughs> I still yeah. haven't seen the Lion King. I, I mean, some of it, like yeah. Jungle Book, was really good. Cinderella was solid. Uh, Beauty and the Beast was all right. It was it was enjoyable. 
I'm just and every time this argument comes up, someone always says there's always been remakes, there's always been sequels, blah blah blah, and that is true. There's always been these things, and I have no problem with them existing in moderation. But this is the thing I said to Connor a while ago, and but Matt, if you think about, uh, I like to bring up 1977 because that's Star Wars through about 1985, right? Imagine, just just consider for a second, how many of the things that we're still trying to copy and bring back that started in that eight-year period? Star Wars, right? Uh, Terminator, Back to the Future, Gremlins. No, No, we're not not putting that out in the universe, Pete. We're not trying to copy. (laughs) Alien. We're not trying to bring them back. Alien was in that time period, right? Um, The the thing even for, like, and not all these have been big franchises. Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones in that period. Like, like Back to the Future is maybe one of the, the few exceptions where it's literally like they've stopped, they've oh, been able to hold it in so far. But for now, that's yeah. Zemeckis won't. But and everything Connor, else. <laughs> see, and, and I understand what you're saying, but yeah. also Ghostbusters was in that stuff. time period. Ghostbusters, damn yeah. it! <laughs> I, I saw stuff from from Bill and Ted Three, and I'm stupidly excited. Um, so do you know what's different about that? Is it just feels like those guys went screw it, let's yeah. do more, as opposed to. We can make bank right. on this, right? Maybe I, I, I'm still and maybe, but so like I'm as, as much as I agree with what Pete's saying, though, I'm also part of the problem because oh well, up until this year, you know, we're a big Disney family, but I haven't seen Frozen two yet. I didn't go see Lion King. Like I'm just like I'll catch. Up. I didn't see Dumbo. Um, like I'm just like because I don't. It's just a problem. I just I want more, and I don't, I'm not saying they even need to be like the same. Like I don't, they don't need to be two hundred million dollars. Give me some original yeah. ideas that are maybe like fifty to a hundred million dollars, so, can, don't, so they don't have to make as much silly money. This year at this point, well, absolutely, it's not perfect, but it kind of fits into this range of it's not silly expensive, but is damn good and deserves some praise. Uh-huh. Ad Astra, Space Dad. It's 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 a. Not entirely original idea in that. Oh yeah, we've yeah, seen similar things. It's, before, a co- it's but, very much a combination of a bunch of other things. But, but yeah, but that's why I, you know, I like here. It's it's that feels like traditional cinema pastiche. Just like oh yeah, okay, well we like this thing and that thing and that thing, so we're going to do our take that combines yeah, all yeah. of these. And no, it's, it fine, is original right? in its own right. It's its own property. It's not stupidly expensive. But I mean, it's what, what's, expensive enough. Well, I mean, yeah. What was really started in the last decade that's really took off into like a franchise? But John Wick. That's the one example I can think of. Yeah, buddy, John Wick three was dope. <laughs> right. It's so. Good. Um, and I don't necessarily mind adaptations, but comic book movies are like we're at the seriously. See from twenty twenty one onwards. I know. There's literally know. four Marvel and three DC I... every year. I, I got the both trailers for, for Black Widow and Wonder Woman. Um, I, 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 I actually Wars. got the trailer for, for Black Widow as well, and it's the first time I'd seen yeah. it. And I, yeah. And yeah. I, I was like, okay, okay. Uh, oh, it's a, it's a Marvel. Yeah. See, by the end, it's like she's flying through the air, and it's like, oh, this big CG battle. Why has Black Widow got a big CG well, battle in the sky? Let's not do yeah, this. Well, <laughs> well, there's that, and then there's... there's the, um, and, and fat jokes. The, and fat jokes. Yeah, that's it had me up until, and I like him. I like Hopper. I like hey, Hellboy. Here's uh, the thing: David Stranger Things is largely about nostalgia. But here's the difference: is that that's a show about nostalgia, as opposed to right. just using the nostalgia to like try and like sell something that we're bringing back. Is this no? This is saying, hey, we grew up during this time period. We're going to use that as the setting and right. sort of be have right. a love letter to all these different things that make here's, our collective pop culture up. Yeah. But see, I also want to put a little bit of blame on the streaming services too, because a lot of the stuff that they're putting out, like that could be like these little you know, oh, sure, small movies, yeah. they're turning them into series. Like I'm going through Netflix looking for something to watch, and I was Marriage like, I might story. watch this. Well, I'll get to it, Connor. Um, because there's, but yeah, like 
there's and that's the thing just since you mentioned streaming services like literally in the last like few months disney for disney plus have announced a new home alone a turner and hooch series they're bringing back yeah. um or as hbo max are doing a griswold sitcom on you know yeah. like it's like everything is something coming back we can't just have a good idea and make the good idea and it's getting because they want to play it safe and i used to i used to defend this because you know i there was a time when i heard older people making this complaint but it's it's gotten worse like this is worse than it was 10 years ago and that was worse than it was 10 years before that well and there's and there's more places to put it so there's gonna be more just by volume so yeah but uh rating says i gotta gotta wrap this up yes i also i actually (laughs) i have been i have been needing to piss for about 30 minutes so yes yeah that's uh that's rate that's uh some bitch so uh matt what are you rating oh you're gonna leave with me star wars the rise of the dark knight rising skywalker (laughs) uh so uh because of these two i started keeping track of the movies i watched so i was able to go back to 2017 and saw what i rated (laughs) uh last jedi so i can keep my ratings consistent though what did you what did you write last jedi 8.5 Right. Okay. Problems. Well-made movie, but I have some problems. So this has to be below that. Yes. So I'm going to give this a seven point five. There was some. There was some blue on the screen there. It's because I'm. I'm I'm trying to see what my ratings were for the last. Unprofessional bullshit. So I'm going to give this. I I had it at an eight until I went back and looked, and I was like, well, I feel like there's a a a sloppiness tax that I have to. I can't. Yes. Eight, eight, and I give it an eight point five. So keeping it consistent, I'm gonna give this a seven point five. I'm just gonna go out and tell you, you know, I gave Last Jedi, I gave both Force Awakens and Last Jedi tens for different reasons because of because of no because of how I felt. I'm not saying they're perfect movies. I'm not saying they're. I'd forgotten you gave both of them tens. All right, just, oh, just I stand by them. So I'm just going for the, for the sake of this. I'm just going to do this for the entirety I'm, of his. I'm going to give it a, oh. a, a nine point five. No, no, I stand by those ratings. Because while there are flaws in both of those movies to certain extents, it's how they made me feel and and what I you know and how much I enjoyed the experience. Mm. And you know, a, a ten does not mean it is perfect. It Co- means Co- that's how Co- it Co- Connor me felt feel. like he was bent over a railing and he was just begging for more. He's like, "Give it to me, give it to me, Star Wars Daddy, give it to me." Don't say that. I hate when people say that word. <laughs> uh, I just threw up in my mouth a little. So in this context. I'm going to give this movie the same. No, I said I said I enjoyed this movie, but it had a lot of problems. It had way more problems than any of the other. Yeah. Hey Connor, how was that sex? It was a ten. It made me feel. That's how it made me feel. It made me feel like a ten. Just out with it. Six. Oh! Whoa! This is the same scale of when when. No, this is not degrading. He's no. ranking high. He's actually inflating this no, number. No. There's a, it, this is how I feel when there's a movie that I know isn't good. It's kind of not great, but I enjoy it. It's kind of fun. Uh, where, you know, I'll, I'll throw on, I'll have fun watching that. That's a six. You know? That's what this is. I know I'll rewatch this. Mike, Mike, Mike. Oh, jeez. I, I know I'll enjoy <laughs> this movie, but I kind of hate it at the same do, time. Do you, know, do you know what I love about this? It's like. I wasn't rooting for this to be bad anyway, but like there, there is a satisfaction to seeing the reaction to this and people actually admitting this isn't that good. There's something yeah. about that that's quite enjoyable for me. <laughs> but still, I much rather watch this again than Last Jedi again. Well, I, I actually what that says about me. I, I, I checked. I, I gave Last Jedi a six at the time, yeah. and I've not. This is beyond not having touched it since. Yeah. 
right? Yep. Which which was admitting that there was enough good qualities to sort of peek it into just over the positive. Um, but I think it has a lot of serious issues, which is why I can't, you know, mm-hmm. love it. But I respect it for trying to be different. Um, this movie, I think, is both a bit of a mess because it feels rushed and the structure and all these things it, it does too much fan wankery it feels like it was made the, you know a, a committee in a room to be the safest possible thing and it has no bite as a result of that and it has absolutely laugh out loud moments and the decision to make Rhea Palpatine and then the kiss at the end are both equally the most groan inducing things maybe that I've ever seen in Star Wars and as a result, I am giving this a well-earned 3 out of 10. Oh, this God. this movie, as far as I'm concerned, is safe generic trash. With some really bad decisions made throughout. So Then then I am that trash monster that turns around <laughs> in the Death Star. <laughs> yeah, I love going to. Yes. Uh, so I'm pretty sure I went from an 8 from Force Awakens, which I, I genuinely thought was enjoyable, to a six in Last Jedi, to a three for Rise of Skywalker. Oh man! And I don't need to see another Star Wars movie ever again. I'm good. You need like, to see Solo. Yo, someone make him see Solo. Bribe him again, guys. <laughs> Tyler, if you're watching this, yes. you're gonna give him some shit if he doesn't. Oh, yeah. I'm already been forced to read Red Hood for the next time you have to read it. So don't give me that shit. <laughs> Thank you, David. I love this. This is why I don't open myself up to this. You that, fool. That, Matt, this is a one and done. This is a, this is a one and done. It's not every month. It's just a one and done. He loves money so much. He's gonna cut himself. Like, <laughs> good lord. Okay, oh, let's wrap yeah. this up. Yeah, I'm getting, yeah. I'm getting text from the wife going, "We're supposed to be grocery shopping twenty minutes." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we're safely done. Uh, this has been our Star Wars Last Jedi review. Uh, this no, is. It hasn't. Sorry, this has been Star Wars Rise of Skywalker. That's better. The Dark Skywalker Rises. Um, so th- this is um, part of Belfast TV. We do a lot of different stuff. Uh, me and Carl do a lot of TV reviews. Uh, all three of us do the DC Comics podcast, Comics to the Multiverse, yeah. every week. Um, I do a horror movie podcast with Tim. I do a sci-fi movie podcast with Tara. And one of the things that's not happened as much recently is new movie reviews uh, for whatever reason. That is something that I am making a, a commitment to change uh, in 2020. Um, in a variety of ways. The, the co-host might rotate around and uh, some might just be me, but there will be more current movies being reviewed uh, starting uh, in January. I'm making that pledge. So He says when there's nothing yeah. coming out in January. 1917's out in January. Uh, Alright, you got yeah. one thing. Bad Boys. Yeah. Well, I don't really care about Bad Boys, admittedly. But... Oh, I am... Pete, oh, man. Matt, I didn't Matt, it wasn't even Michael Bay until I looked it up. Matt, if, 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 Matt, if you want to review Bad Boys, I'll, I'll go see oh, Bad no, Boys. Well, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> he doesn't got that. He doesn't care that much. I want to see it, but I don't care about reviewing it. Yeah, I, I don't think I don't think I'm going to have anything to say about it. Plus, it is probably going to be like bloated like Bad Boys Two was. It'd be like can, can, two and a half can hours Can we long. just do? Can can we pretend there's a Bad Boys review and just copy and paste your nostalgia rant? <laughs> and just you don't even have to go see it. Just assume. Uh, just Bad Boys assume. is my favorite Mike Boy, Bay movie for what it's worth. So I have to give it to The Rock. Because I actually kind of like The Rock. That's my number yeah. two, so that's fair. Um, All right, let's watch sorry, this. clearly no one's seen Six Underground yet. No. Uh, <laughs> Shop. So I have things to do. Yeah. Um, so better things to do. I, I have, like, a stack of, like, 20 and 2019 movies that are meant to be great that I've still not got around to. I am not wasting yeah. time on Six Underground. <laughs> yeah. What's so, Marriage Story, guys? It's fantastic. Uh, yeah, I'll, get, I'll get to uh, it. Adam Driver kills uh, it. Uh, ready, ready or not... Uh, 
I gotta see that still. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, so yes. Uh, so if you want to support everything we do uh, and check out other content we have, uh, you can do all that. Go to patreoncom TV where you can support us, as we said earlier, uh, during the middle of the podcast. But you can also, of course, uh, rate the podcast on Apple Podcasts, give us five stars, and that helps more people find us. Yeah, make sure you like and subscribe on YouTube, ding the bell for notifications, all that kind of stuff. Uh, all of it does help. Um, but that's that's pretty much us. Yeah, I already kind of plugged other things. So that is uh, that can be us. We can be on our way. Uh, I think for the sake of people yelling at us angrily, you can get Connor on Twitter at Connor Ryan ninety four, mm-hmm. and you can get Matt on Twitter at Matt Steel fifty seven, and okay. you can get me on Twitter at Tim Vergulish. So thank you very much uh, for joining. us. <laughs> He's terrified. So you can... Wuba eighty nine is terrified. <laughs> Sharp. Uh, so you can uh, see us next time, uh, and uh, we'll be back with more stuff. Uh, we're doing a lot of uh, t- uh, sort of top list of the decade soon, and that's coming up. Our top tens of the year and all that kind of stuff. Though we, we typically wait till February, March time, so we have a few months to uh, catch up in movies we've not seen. So we, we... we usually do it around the Oscars, but yeah. they're a bit earlier this year. So yeah, maybe a little bit after them. Uh, but I mean, it gives us all a chance to catch up in uh, a bunch of sort of smaller movies and indie movies that maybe slip by or, or whatever uh, so usually it's all three of us that will do the, the the awards and the top tens and stuff uh but me and carl will be doing our top 50s of the decade very soon so uh yeah look forward to that uh but that is us so thank you once again for watching or listening we always appreciate it keep watching movies guys and if you can get it it's always nice to have diplomatic immunity